You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. And with me here is my dog, Chewing a Bone, so you may hear some, some, some grinding. But also from the state of Michigan? This is Eric. Eric, how's it going? I thought you were trying to say I was chewing a bone for a second. I was like, wait, what? I don't know what doing that. Yeah, no, no. I wouldn't put it past you, though, Eric. You never know what you do all alone there. <laughs> Anyway, uh, and in the state of New York, New York. Oh, hi, this is New York. York. Yeah, in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Ah, there we go. Mike, how's it going? I'm fine, Phil. How are you? Good, good, good. Um, so uh, this is our uh, podcast on the Game of Thrones. So for folks who are new to the podcast, uh, Eric, what what is this podcast really about? What, I mean, how do we do it and all that for new folks? <laughs> <laughs> there's only one more episode yet. If there's new folks, they're uh, they're late to the game. Uh, this is you know nothing. There's John so Snow. much that they can listen to now. <laughs> this is you know nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast, where we talk about each episode of Game of Thrones. Is there is there some podcast service out there that doesn't tell you what podcast you're listening to? Uh, I don't think so. I'm just Ooh, wondering. You just had the idea, Mike. You can invent there we go. It. Yeah, Rando yeah. cast. <laughs> Rando cast. That's cool. Uh, but yes, yes, Eric is right. Uh, you can find us at darkdiscussions.com because that is the Umbrella Podcast. This is basically a spinoff of the Dark Discussions Podcast, which is a podcast that comes out weekly where we discuss and dissect a... I guess, a genre film. So horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrillers, techno thrillers, mysteries, sci- um, art house, cult films, grindhouse, midnight films, and whatnot. And we are uh, joined by two other co-hosts. And uh, you can find our email at darkdiscussions at AOL.com. And you can go to Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group where uh, a lot of Game of Thrones talk is being done. And then, of course, you can find us on two RSS feeds. The first one is You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, Game of Thrones podcast, uh, pretty much anywhere podcasts found, including Stitcher and so forth. But you also can uh, find the RSS feed called Dark Discussions podcast, which will include this podcast, but also all the other podcasts under the Dark Discussions uh, network, which is really only three or four, and most of them are, aren't being done at the same time because some of them are TV shows like Westworld, which is on hiatus as well as American gods, which is on hiatus. So right now we have two podcasts, uh, that me, Eric and Mike do, which is this one and doc discussions. And then there's a third podcast called, um, uh, Anthony T's horror show, which uh, is uh, by Anthony, uh, another podcaster who uh, talks about conventions, horror films, uh, interviews, and such as that. And then um, a new Halloween boutique, Psychotronic Reviews, uh, which is a podcast that I do uh, talking about boutique label cult films and uh, if the discs are any good and the movies are any good, which should be coming out a new episode within the next couple of weeks when this, ep- this podcast goes not in hiatus, but disappears forever. Um, all right, so let's see. Uh, any random Game of Thrones things? Uh, did you hear that they, there was another screw-up in this episode where Jamie's hand, real hand, was someone's saw? I guess you hear yeah, about that? Whatever. I know. Yeah, yeah, I don't either, but I figured I'd just bring it up. Um, what else? Anything else? And Aaron Rodgers died, so that's cool. That is cool. We'll discuss that. 
Yes, yes. As Eric said, bleep this guy. Instant message to me. <laughs> I'm not. Aaron Rodgers knocked the, the Cowboys out of the playoffs a few years ago. I'm still a little bitter about that. I understand it, and that's a fair thing. That's a fair thing. Yep. Um, also, let's see. Um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. So I guess we. Oh, go on, Mike. You yeah, I was going to say. Well, I mean, it's par for the course at this point, where a lot of people are either. Uh, talking about how wonderful the show is or how horrible the show is. No, nothing at all in between. No moderation here. Oh, God, yeah. It's just... It's, I, you know, the idea that the show's not perfect, it's still really well executed. It maybe isn't hitting the same levels it hit maybe earlier on, although the spectacle is phenomenal. We all remember, well, all of us old viewers remember, uh, that, you know, they had to cut a big battle sequence at the end of season one, so they just hit Tyrion over the head for the first of at least three times That's true. To, to cut through the battle sequence because they didn't have the money to show it. Now and they have the money to show it. Now they have the money to show it, and, and I would actually argue maybe they actually are going longer with the battles than they even need to. Um, but what we, I mean, what well, you are getting this one kind of had to go over the top, though. Uh, that was kind of the point. I still think they could have shaved a couple of minutes off of it, and the point still would have been made. No, more destruction, more. Say, I'm fine with. Don't get me wrong. I'm fine with where the destruction is. I don't know, but if they'd saved enough money to maybe do another forty-minute episode, it would more have been a destruction. Thing. Well, I would agree with you on that, Mike. I, I wish there was another eight episodes between last season and this season. I think they should have done this as a regular 10 episode season and it would have turned out better because they're rushing things, but that's just me. Right. And that's my, my gripe because there've been several characters where I don't have an issue necessarily with the, the arcs of the character. Hmm. It's that I think they kind of said, ah, fuck it. We're going to jump through the last couple of steps. And here we are at the final part of the arc. Right. Right. Like, like I find uh, the turn that Danny took this episode to be completely believable. However, would have been better if they had another episode or two to get there. Yeah, right, well, the same thing. The same thing with Varys and Jon Snow, right? Because Varys last week was you and know, Jamie was, and Jamie and Jamie, right? Varys was there, and Tyrion comes up and says, uh, "Hey, uh, Varys, uh, just want to let you know, my uh, my ex-wife, she said her brother said my other brother told him that <laughs> my half brother really is the uh, legit." heir to the Iron Throne, and Varys goes, good to me. You know, Where's just, my scrolls? Yeah, let, 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 let me go get myself flambéed. Um, you know, it's well, just, just a, a, little, a little bit of work with, with Varys to even show, either show that he has a network or to show that he knows more about Jon Snow. Oh, something. Here. Yeah, they're rushing it. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I could see why everything went wrong for Varys so quickly because he had to move quick because of what was going to happen. But you're right. They could have had more scenes where he was involved. Um, you know, a three minute scene here and there throughout the last, you know, four episodes prior to this one. And they didn't. And so it, it feels a little rushed as uh, no doubt. But right uh, now uh, I need to do my segment uh, and see if I still have any voice left for the rest of the episode. Is that cool, Phil? Yeah, yeah. What, what's, what's that segment? Okay. Well, spoiler alert. 
for everybody out there, in case you hadn't watched the episode, in which case I don't know why you're listening to this. But, yes, right now uh, we have a listener who writes to us every week. His name is Sean Fox. And since he writes us every week, we give him his own segment called What Does the Fox Say? What Does the Fox Say? So hang on to your hats, everybody. Um, oh, we're going to have to put a word limit on him pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Holy frackin' moly, I just finished my first watch of this episode, which was less an episode more of a Bernie massacre and the study of war crimes in action. Hello, gang. Hopefully you all had quite a shock at what happened, but first I must give my respect and props to Phil, for, who from the start called out Danny. For any who defended her and even mocked Phil for his stance, this episode took away any excuse or defense of Danny and her actions. Well, I don't know. We'll get to that. She killed easily over half a million civilians in King's Landing, plus the soldiers and all the animals, too, to the point even her own troops were getting killed by her rampage, except, well, except those raping the innocent. And Grey were murdering, surrendering soldiers, and that didn't stop her. Danny can change her name to Daenerys Firestorm of the House of War Crimes, Targaryen, murderer of hundreds of thousands of souls, destroyer of King's Landing, queen of ash and death, mother of atrocities, bringer of the apocalypse, and queen of the murderous flame. But Danny can celebrate. That, that sounds she... good to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> he, he, he missed dystopian too. I would have added that one. In <laughs> but Danny can celebrate that she barbecued or murdered, depending on your perspective, more than anyone else ever has in Westerosi history. I don't think the Night King even killed this amount of souls in just one day. Even her mad Bernie father never murdered <laughs> this many. She could do doubt in history books is not set aflame by her attack, and in the songs that can be sung of how she bravely and earnestly murdered everyone. I'm so ashamed of characters like Tyrion and Jon. The only one who even tried to stand up to Tyrion was Varys, and Tyrion sold him out. Tyrion and Jon did nothing to stave off the murderous rampage of Danny, and the blood of all these souls is on their hands too. Grey Worm proved to be a murderous fiend as well, and I hope somehow the karmic balance from the Lord of Light of the Faceless God will rain down retribution upon Danny and all those who helped her commit this genocide. But the special effects department did an amazing job of recreating what Dresden and other cities that suffered firebombing by the Allies in World War II in a Westerosi setting. <laughs> Cersei, I was not a fan of throughout the series, but I love how Lena Hitley has owned her evil like a boss. But as Phil mentioned to me, you always knew what she stood for from the start. She was not false like Danny eventually has revealed herself to be, but I won't rant about the obvious any further. It was just sad seeing so much death to so many who had done nothing to warrant it. As always, it is the civilians who suffer and pay the greatest sacrifice for the wars of the rich and powerful. So it was an excellent example of how real war and real atrocities around our world and throughout our history can have been, even if this is only a fictional account. Seeing so many fall in this episode, from the Kaglain Bull Olympic jump to your flaming death bowl, to finally, finally, finally seeing Euron Pissboy, a.k.a. the Pissentor, finally die was satisfying. He who somehow survives a full-on dragon attack and then mortally wounds Jamie finally meets his end, and I must say, of all that happened, that was my highlight and best moment of this episode. Kyburn getting quickly killed by the mountain seemed just weird and kind of a waste. I'm sure Danny could have taken him on to create weapons in her arsenal as she continues Operation Bernie Freedom for the rest of the strokes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Operation Bernie Freedom. Okay. <laughs> 
I don't know what to think of the last episode, but I'm praying that Danny and her team of war criminals will play the bloody toll for their evil. I cannot say I don't see Danny flying to Winterfell and destroying what is left of Winterfell after the long night, murdering Sansa and all those innocent civilians there as well. At this point, why stop when you can just murder everyone? I am happy that Drogon is alive, but he needs to kill his mum on the ASAP. Then he can go live on an island free of the murderous madness his mother is slaked in. Maybe he can befriend a Nymeria and Ghost, and they can all live on that island away from all the annoying humans who just kill each other over and over. I will say, Cersei paying for the Golden Company sure was wasted gold. Sheesh, I'm very glad the poor elephants were not brought to be slaughtered like all the soldiers and horses were in a matter of moments on the field. Lannister and Ironborn soldiers working the scorpions must have been the absolute worst and slowest people possible to operate them. Did they recruit a bunch of stormtroopers or those villains who can never hit Chuck Norris, Rambo, or an Arnie? <laughs> Believe me, I didn't want Drogon to die, but it was ridiculous how the fearsome scorpions were gone almost as fast as the Golden Company, lol. I also want to know how Drogon has an infinite supply of fire. You would think that sooner or later he would need to take a break. What was Danny feeding him prior to the massacre? I will also remark that for all Cersei's Hot smirks peppers. and plans, she was pretty useless in the end. I expected Cersei to be a little more brave slash defiant in meeting her end. It seems like a disservice to her character after all the machinations she played out over the years. I also have the hope that the misunderstood Night King will rise again, as obviously Danny is truly the most evil being in Westeros by far. He's the counterbalance needed to end her reign of fire until you can recruit Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey, of course. I am almost through the second rewatch of this episode and can't say I feel any different from the first viewing. I truly don't know where they go with the final episode. It almost seems like they could use one more season and or a handful of episodes to deal with the mess and burning ashy fallout of this episode. Thank you, gentlemen, again for the episode recap to come and all hail Phil, the psychic parent, for seeing something most of us took a long time to get or didn't even consider possible. Great work, Phil. I owe you a delicious beverage of your choice. Hopefully, sooner rather than later, if slash when a miracle happens and I can find my way to Mystic. I, of course, will offer drinks to you, Eric, because you hated Euron and your people suck stance and no one can say she's a witch like you can. The same for you, Mike, as you bring the voice of reason hand to the Dark Discussion Empire and fact you somehow survived teaching in your regular daily life. Mike, you truly are a man of courage and honor, but all of you combined are like the most often megazord there ever shall be the dark discussions megazord of awesomeness there is after all phil mike eric christy and abe that is enough to run a megazord in my mass editor's note i have no idea what the fuck he's talking about there uh, uh, megazord is uh, a thing from power rangers or what they call oh, giant oh, robot okay. things okay. i uh, i prefer to think of the three heads of, of king Ghidorah. That's uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's good. I like that. Well, my ranting is over. Cersei and Jamie got crushed again by rubble, and Arya is befriending the white horse not named Shadowfax. I hope a gift sent by the Faceless God for Arya's final mission to kill Danny. One can hope, or there will be literally no one left alive in Westeros. Take care, and it is scary and sad realizing the final episode is next Sunday. It's the end of an era, and sadly, the end of a majestic beacon in the podcast verse that was known as You Know Nothing Jon Snow. Sean, the ginger wilding who didn't burn to a crisp like almost everyone in this episode from St. Albert, Alberta, Canada. But wait, there's more. He sent a follow-up. <laughs> about an hour later, he said, Sorry, gang, I forgot one last rant about the episode, which I have to vent about. 
Did it not seem weird that Arya would, after all her seasons of training and honoring her list, would just epiphany now that the Hound says, if you come with me, you die? That did not seem to make any sense, that her vendetta against Cersei would be like dust in the wind, or should I say, ash. Uh, the same for Tyrion. After being clearly warned, he would be the next contestant for the Dracarys's right. So it totally makes sense he frees Jamie for his star-crossed incest lover moment with Cersei. Uh, three rolly eye faces. Uh, that was bugging me after thinking about the second rewatch, and maybe I'm just some crazy Canuck. But it feels like the writers skipped something and or didn't pay attention to all that history came before to honor the characters. Alas, that is all I had to add to my other email. Now I go to have dreams of ash, burning death, melancholy, and the infinite sadness. Take care all. Sean from St. Alberta, Alberta, Canada. Uh, gentlemen, discuss while I take a drink of water. Sure, sure. Um, well, uh, before we discuss his, let's throw out the, the last uh, email and Facebook post it. Uh, we have here. These are quick ones, fortunately, uh, because the other one was, was a little longer. Um, this is from Kevin Letts. A uh, listener from Missouri. Uh, he goes, uh, DD, meaning Dark Discussions, and you know nothing, Jon Snow. Even though I have not seen an episode since season two, I've been following the show from your podcast. I'm not sure what I have enjoyed more, your rundown of what happened or your arguing about it. You almost sound like the McLaughlin group on PBS. Anyway, it would seem that Phil was right about Danny all along. What I'm expecting to hear in this episode will go something like this. Phil, quote, I was right. Danny is a murderous sociopath and scumbag. She needs to die, unquote. Eric and Mike, quote, Phil, shut up, unquote. <laughs> or something along those lines. So the questions are, who will take out Danny? Will she be taken out or rule the kingdoms like a psycho tyrant? And who will be left over or become leftovers? Your faithful listener, Kevin. And then uh, we have uh, the Facebook post from Sean Spinks. Uh, discussing our episode from last week. Uh, he goes, uh, listening to the latest episode of You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, and liking some of the theories, but Wise and Benioff made a comment about at least one scene this season rivaling the Red Wedding or as a shocker. Have we seen it yet? I think we just saw it last night. Uh, Danny is going to have Drogon torch Winterfell, forcing Jon to kill her, maybe? My guess is Arya gets killed and brought back by the Lord of Light with help from the Hound, maybe? Am I waiting for something that is never going to pay off? Thoughts. And Phil, I'm on your side that Danny is downright evil, just waiting to go off. She needs to be dealt with sooner than later. All right. So uh, those are our th uh, three uh, Facebook members that have uh, uh, commented on the podcast and the show. Yes, yeah, so right. I don't know why everybody's acting like Danny did something that's that bad. <laughs> well,. Uh, before we go I mean, there, I mean, it's, it's war, right? Yeah. And like, yeah, civilians, but they were all poor, smelly people. So does it really even matter? That's that's the she was putting them out of their misery, is what you're exactly. saying? Exactly, exactly. She was doing them all a favor, right? Well, I thought weren't these the people that were booing Cersei in the street when she was naked and Some throwing things at her? So didn't them. didn't they all deserve to die? Wasn't that what Phil said? They deserve what they got. <laughs> Well, according to Phil, if they're hanging out with Cersei, then they're guilty of war crimes. So, or Danny, you mean? No, Cersei, because she so, did it too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just She's not that so well. Too. There's no doubt. So, about it. Yeah. Danny's just better at it. 
yes. When you, as as Mike said, when you when you have the WMD, you pretty much can can do okay. So I do think you know. Though in, in all seriousness, we do have to. Uh, I do have to congratulate you know someone for you know making this prediction a long time ago. What would happen this episode? So uh, you know we were wrong. You're right, Eric. You're absolutely right. Clegane Bowl did happen in episode five. That's right. I called it. Yeah, did get you that. did say five. Did call that. Yeah. You sure did. Well done. And, and a way, uh, excellent way to, to bring it up, Mike. Yeah. Because we thought we were going elsewhere. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, no. We were never going there. <laughs> I, I, I knew that. I knew that. Uh, but in all serious, uh, I don't believe uh, there will be any gloating at all uh, tonight. Because, at least uh, not on podcast. Yes. On Facebook is a different matter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, look, I think uh, I, I don't. I, I look. We've we've spent way. We've actually probably spent more hours talking about the show than we've they've made of the show. Even though we've only been doing this for the last what four seasons. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we're going like two hours an episode. Their episodes mostly were, were an hour or less. Yeah. Um, so I can't speak to everything I've ever said. I don't think I ever ruled out the possibility that she was crazy. Or would go that this way that there was certainly a dangerous streak within her, a vengeful streak or a, a righteous streak, whatever you want to call it. Um, I've just always argued that the people that she burned, for the most part, really kind of deserved it, or at least can be justified. You know, you're mostly were dealing with slavers. I argued that I just want to see dragons torch shit, and that's it. Uh, she gets a lot of points for me for style, right? Shit like when she set the Dothraki tent on fire. Uh, Burning up the guy who was the uh, slave master for the Unsullied. Fire! Fire! Well, te- technically, those those uh, uh, Dothraki, um, she murdered. I-, I felt that was unjust. Well, they were about to do the same thing to her, so... Yeah, they know. were about to do some pretty horrible stuff to her, and, and, you know, we've seen the Dothraki had done horrible stuff before. So I, I don't... Yeah, I, I totally could put that in under self-defense. Um... I mean, the most you can get is really, for me, is Dickon Tarly. And let's be honest, his name's Dickon. I'm sure he'd been roasted plenty of times before then. Um, yeah, Bron laughed at him. Bron laughed at him. Right. I think, uh, no, really his, but she at least gave him an option, right? He had three options. Take the knee, go take the black, or torch. And he was dumb enough to accept get torched. Well, you could say he, he was honorable enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think he was an idiot. I, I honorable do. slash I, stupid. He was kind of stupid. He did what his daddy did. He stuck by his dad, which is honorable. His dad was an idiot because well, his dad should know better. And, and let's be honest. It's like Rob and his dad. And, and, and let's be honest. Right, there you go. And let's be honest. If, if, if uh, Daddy Tarly had a chance, he would have killed her on the spot. Uh, not. I don't know if he would have if she was a prisoner. Oh, come on. Oh, he totally. As a prisoner? I, I know. I think. Oh, I would, don't know about would, that. But at, but at that moment, you know, if he had a, if he had a chance to kill her, he would have. During the battle, absolutely. But when she, if she was surrendered and and whatnot, I don't know. I don't think he would have killed her. Oh, okay. Uh, Tali was a hard ass, but he. I don't. I don't. He may have arrested her and brought her back to King's Landing <laughs> to get rid of Cersei's. Oh my goodness. But I don't. I don't All think right. who would have 
had anyway, her raped by the mountain. We rehashed this about five thousand times. Let's right. talk about so, this episode. Yeah, so let's get into this. Right. Well, uh, well I will say yeah. this. I mean, you're right. She she is very uh, much. Um, flamboyant and, and how she does the things. And, and as I said last week, Eric, um, she was Jeremy on the hill raised in a V and all that other stuff. <laughs> so I, I, I think, uh, we can agree on that, but, um, on a side note, um, technically you could say she was cruel, even if they were possibly not offensive to you, Mike. Uh, well, yeah, she certainly she certainly had that as a thing within her, but she was not. And this is where the, the the change comes is that she didn't ever do it, or at least deliberately do it on people that were that were innocent. But she she definitely was the tyrant of olden days, where she would crucify people, burn them alive. The people who and here's the thing. Here's the thing about this latest episode. Again, it's cruel. She there were killed. so many signs. That this was going to happen, and so many different ways it could have been avoided. Um, that yeah, she's she's the Bernie one. Um, at the same time, it, it took like a whole bunch of things to get it there. Um, a John being an idiot and telling his sisters about it. Uh, B uh, Sansa immediately betraying her word uh, and telling Tyrion about it. Uh, Tyrion telling Varys. Varys betraying Daenerys, uh, Piss Boy killing a dragon and kidnapping Missende, uh, Cersei being given a chance to surrender and instead of surrendering, beheading her best friend. Um, and then uh, John wouldn't even give her a roll in the hay uh, before battle. So, well, yeah. I, there I were a whole I... bunch of outs and none of them were taken. Well, to be honest, though, the simplest out of all was her not doing it because first of all she could have gave up the throne and said you're right John you're, you're, you're the well so could Cersei boss. why is it on her no no I'm talking about all the stuff about Sansa and Varys and Tyrion and John. all she had to do was, was step down and become the number two behind John. but alright fair enough yeah, yeah but I also think she, she could have got it all including the throne and that's kind of where I feel that they, they shortchanged her character was because I think they fast-forwarded to the end of the arc without entirely justifying it. Right. Where she, there was a moment where she literally had everything she could want, the way she wanted. All you had was Cersei in the Red Keep, so all she needed to do was blow the snot out of the Red Keep. Or just around and starve them up. Or whatever, and, and she would have had it. Would there have been, there would have been some innocent casualties. It is still war. Innocent casualties, especially... Of, of the medieval variety, when you take medieval warfare with nukes, uh, <laughs> you're going to get some innocent casualties. And you know, I, but I gotta say though, that was one of the best worst moments in TV history. Though, when uh, she blows the crap out of Piss Boy's fleet and all the scorpions, uh, and then they everybody drops their stores and they ring the bells and surrender, and she lands the dragon, and you're like, cool. War over, and then you see that look on your face, and you're just like, "Oh no, <laughs> yeah, oh no, uh oh, uh oh, oh, oh." <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we we all had our different feelings. I'm sure some people were very depressed and sad. Others were like shocked. Others were like 
um, myself, which was like, yes, I was right. She's and the devil. Just like, yes, she's dragon burning shit. But, oh, right, right, innocence, people that just want to see burning shit. That's, that's a good one, too. I well, I mean, I remember being conf- a little, I mean, confused, I guess is not the best term, but are, are conflicted, you know, going all the way back to season three, right? So when she burned the, the, the witch or the medicine woman, whatever she was in season one, this is the woman who murdered her child and turned her, her husband into a vegetable, Hey, you gotta get uh, vengeance. You gotta get vengeance. So, so okay, we could, we could, we could get that. All right, and we didn't even know at that point what was she expecting to walk out of the fire? Was she expecting to die? In well, the well, I also meant that the witch was getting vengeance for for uh, for her, her uh, being suppressed by uh, Daenerys as well. So it was both. She was being depressed, but, but suppressed. Really? How? Well, she was the enemy, and 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 uh, the she, the witch was a freedom fighter. Uh, Danny had shown her kindness and stopped her from getting raped. So, um... That's true, Mike. I'll give you that. Right. So she was trying. I mean, yeah, the witch didn't put it into context. She'd already been raped three times before Danny stopped it. Um, Danny had forbidden the, the Dothraki from raping any more women that they'd gotten a hold of. I think she deserves some points for that. Yeah. Um... You know, when she torched the uh, House of the Undying, they had stolen her dragons. They were planning on ripping her off. Uh, when she burnt the uh, the Unsullied guy, clearly he was not a good piece of work. He deserved everything that was coming to him. When you consider all the thousands of people he had stolen his children and castrated and tortured. Um, I don't think I have any hard feel, you know, feelings about that. Uh, she what, was it Marine that she took without firing a shot. Right, she convinced the, the people to rise up against the slave masters. Yeah, I think so. And they were the ones that ran out and and at the end of third season, I believe, if I get my order of events correctly, and raised her up with the you know the shouts of Misa, Misa. You don't need to recap the whole series. Well, but I'm saying, but that was where I was like a little like because right, there's always been this thing where she was part of the Dothraki horde, so the idea that them rampaging against Westeros, I didn't see as a good thing, necessarily. Same thing, you know, we've talked about um, the Elder Targaryen, Aaron Targaryen, Targaryen? Aaron Targaryen. The Mad King. The Mad King. King. Right, so I never took it as being just an innately good thing of her coming over to Westeros with a rampaging horde of Dothraki, or in this case, Unsullied, at that point, and being a good thing. But then they come out, I wasn't sure it was supposed to be, is this supposed to be a good moment that they're all supporting her? Is this supposed to be a creepy moment? Because I wasn't really sure where they were going with that. And I think that's kind of always where they've been, is trying to play both sides with her. And I always thought, you know, well, again, they use the analogy of the flipping coin. And this is where I think that you haven't been right, Phil, is that I think the character, like every other character on this show has had an arc, and you've been saying she's pure evil since the very beginning. I don't think she's been pure evil. I think what she did last not night. Pure. Well, <laughs> was, you're, not not, pure you're right. She Certainly. Was, she's not pure, pure evil at the beginning, but she was always a narcissistic psychopath, in my opinion. Well, she's a, a narcissistic psych- Right, that is true. But that was enough to make me say, okay, she's not a hero, even though some people are thinking she's a heroic arc. Her narcissistic, psychopathic tendencies that showed continuously throughout the seven seasons prior to this one made me go, yeah, I don't like this character. Right, and the, the well, the characters who were, like, embracing her as 
as the savior. I think we're kind of not understanding what show they were watching. <laughs> and I saw plenty of people posting last night who felt betrayed because this was such a positive figure for women, strong, powerful women. Oh, for God's sake. And it's like four years ago, <laughs> you were all complaining about how horrible Game of Thrones treats its women. And now you're complaining because you thought Game of Thrones was some sort of woke, pro-feminism kind of thing. I don't think it's made any real statements necessarily about modern so understanding. Two white dudes. Yeah, and it's like, and we're going to end up with another white male. Let's remember this: these were this was a book series started in the '90s by a white. Dude. Yes, yeah. by a white dude. But also an old fat white dude. But I, I, at the time, he wasn't old. But um, I would assume, based off of what I see here, that if you really want to look at the whole series, assuming this is somewhat based off of his outline, G George R. R. Martin is giving the finger to the readers who worship certain characters, and therefore will like the the like when they say when you're watching a horror film, we are participating in the horror because we are gloating at the nudity, the violence or whatever. And I think he was doing the same thing by tricking people to think that these characters are good. And they would, if not enabling well, since characters, they were at least forgiving misdeeds or behaviors because, well, they're still they're good. And I go, yeah, but they did that. Well, no, but they're, they're good. They're heroic. And it, you could argue that this could be many things. It could be him saying, uh, women are people too, and they can do bad things too. Uh, you could say that foreign invaders um, coming over and taking over cities uh, without permission isn't good. That's colonialism. You know. You know. So you could you could say he was saying a lot of things about a lot of things. But go on, Eric. I I wasn't talking. Mike was talking. Oh, Mike, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I think somebody <laughs> I pointed out. Someone said, and I understand. Um, Obviously, coming from a male perspective, I don't necessarily see the way female characters are portrayed on a consistent basis as some women might or how they think that female characters are being portrayed on a consistent basis or whatever. You know, so I saw people who were like disappointed. said, you know, this is just another example of a woman going crazy when she gets power. And I guess, you know, because you also have Cersei. And I'm like, well, Sa hold on. Sansa and, and, well, well, and uh, Lady Elena and Marjorie. Like, but, but, I was like, but wait a minute. They've had, plen they've had plenty of bastards on this show, John. Uh, you know, we know, we, we know Aerys the Mad King was a bastard. We know that uh, Robert Baratheon, while he wasn't completely corrupt, was just, you know. This is lazy. Was a lazy bastard. Um, Joffrey was, was horrible. Um, Cersei is horrible, so that goes with the women thing. But... Uh, Littlefinger was a terrible person. Uh, you Boltons, mentioned Ram Boltons. the Boltons were terrible. Craster uh, was terrible. And at the same time, everybody on this show is terrible. Except, I mean, and even like even, but Lady Elena and Marjorie. All right, oh, they were even terrible in their own way. Yeah, well, I was going to say they were at least, but they weren't crazy, right? They weren't well, nuts. Marjor Marjorie didn't do anything bad. She was a manipulative, but she didn't kill anybody. She was a manipulative, right. But right, Elena but so saying, was guilty of, of murder, and she even admitted it a number of times. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, but she wasn't crazy. She was ruthless. So yes. all the characters, with the exception of Tommen, right, you know, was the, who was a child, 
you know, not that that excuse has been has been have been ruthless when being when given power. Have oh, been that, that's manipulative when they've been given good. power. That's dark. Well, yeah, he came. Yeah, he never. But he would. Yeah, but he never got ahead, right? So. Oh. Oh, um, Um. Yeah. So Ned. So, so yeah. I mean, John Snow. That, John Snow. They, they're right. They're all horrible. They're oh, all. Horrible. And John Snow's a moron. So. And we don't know what he's going to be like if he gets power. Rob Stock was all right. Rob Stock was all right. He fucked up too, though. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're not idiots. I'm just saying he's all right. Oh yeah. Oh, his brother Caitlin. She was a scumbag. (laughs) No, she was just dumb. Yeah. Well, she warned him not to kill the car Starks, and that's what got the red wedding. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I, I was on board with that. They should not have killed the Carstarks. I would have killed Jamie Lannister right then. I would have killed him. He's done. <laughs> Hung him high and and, and then <laughs> used him as a pinata because he killed the Carstark sons. Absolutely. Anyway, about this episode. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was on board. Go back and listen to episode whatever. Um. Yeah. So. Uh... No, I uh I I I didn't like the lead up to the destruction so much as the destruction on out. Oh, the destruction um, was magnificent. Yeah, the destruction was awesome. Um I did like the fact that uh Turing was mad enough to tell Varys that he had betrayed him. Um that was cool. I still don't understand this whole thing because you have two friends. He's loyal you to have, his queen. That's you have what the it friend is. that saved you, and then you have the nut. And you he doesn't see the, it like that, Phil. You, it's just it's like Jorah. You have the the friend that saved you, and you have the nuts. He doesn't and see it. Like everybody that, chooses the nut. I don't get it. Well, because she wasn't a nut until she was sitting on top of King's Landing. Um, the you got to remember who her, who he was. He was a character who had been you know pissed on from great heights throughout his whole life. Yep. He he when he did heroic things like saving King's Landing. He didn't get recognized for it. Yep. Uh, he got, you know, he, he was always having trouble with, obviously he killed his mother, but he had trouble with his father, which, by the way, somebody pointed out, uh, you know, Tywin Lannister killed on Father's Day, Cersei Lannister killed on Mother's Day. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Um, he was, and you know, he was at his, he was framed for murder by his father was going to be executed he was at the lowest state when when he came into danny's orbit that was like four seasons ago now right and since then she really hasn't done much well he killed the tallies and she he said don't do it and he she did it anyway and and she did it anyway and then she kills kills varus his best friend and it's like well compare well but let's he turned him in though I know. Yeah, he's the one, because Varys, Varys is the one that said, you know, if I betray you, flambe me. He betrayed her. No, I understand that, but it doesn't Apparently matter. You I, don't. I mean, it, no, no. If, if you look at Daenerys' point of view, you're absolutely right. She was right in what she did. But if you look at Tyrion and you look at Jon Snow and you look at all the people around her, you would say, no, this ain't, this ain't right. D- 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 no, no. We, you're nuts. I'm sorry, I just can't, you know, you know, see, so, but I agree, if we're, we're looking at Grey Worm, her, 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 basically her true elites, the people that worship her, like, 
like like the Satan she is. Those people, <sighs> along with her, are right that yeah, he's a traitor. He's just he, misunderstood, he to, Phil. He, he, that's well, what. Good point, Eric. Well, remember <laughs> executing the guy at the. Uh, you know, Ned Stark killing the guy who deserted the Night's Watch, no matter how good a reason he had, you know, he's got to do it. You know, this is a, this is part and of... And I'm agreeing with you, Dan, but I'm not looking at it as Daenerys' point of view. If you look at, at Tyrion's or you look at Jon Snow's point of view, you go, I'm not going to allow this. You can't understand their point of view, Phil, because well, you're vehemently anti-Danny and they are not. Well, everybody should be anti-Dandy. She's a master. Well, that's your viewpoint, and therefore you can't understand their point of view. Dude, everybody, who would, well, you're right. If if you like the character, like I like Cersei's, she's cool. Absolutely. But if we look at it logically. You, you, you know, you're not even going with logic. You're going with what you want. Because <laughs> these people are loyal. They're loyal to Danny, and you clearly don't understand loyalty. Well, not when when, when she's killing your best friend. The best friend who, well, I don't know if he's his who best. Who you friend, turned in, <laughs> right? That doesn't right. make any who sense. Who you told her to kill? I don't get it. The best friend who was betraying your trust by using it to turn on your queen. The best friend who was well, on the was, eve of war trying to undermine ranks. Well, I mean, two reasons he did it: one, because he knew she was going to burn the city down, which she did, and two, because. He was legitimately saying the truth, which is you're not the you're not the the rightful heir to the throne, and that's true. So, yeah, but I don't know that he. But, but, evil. but I don't know that he cares about that. And it would have been nice if they had given him. And I don't remember them actually saying this. Something like that: the way she's behaving now is reminding me of her father, which he never did. He just said, "I know her father went nuts." And ipso factor, she's going to go nuts. And that, that well, again, was taking a logical leap. And also, Phil, you got to remember that Tyrion's whole hope here was he would be able to stay by her side and advise her so that she would not act like her father. And this is the culmination of his failure, right? Because right. this is just as much his arc as it is hers during this episode. He has been trying to get her to claim her throne in a peaceful manner and he has failed and he has failed and he has failed again. And this is his ultimate failure in this episode again. Uh, and you can see it on his face after they ring the bell and she starts torching the place. Anyway, they, there's a great shot of Tyrion well, marching just, over the ashes with this look on his face. Like, Oh my God. Right. She, what have I done? She, she saved him. This is right? funny. That's where the loyalty comes from. And so didn't so didn't Vera save him. But th this is the funny thing is a couple of things. One, he falls for Cersei's lies, and then he also falls for Danny's lies. So you're right, he's an idiot. <laughs> and and two, <laughs> well, which of Danny's lies? To, yeah. What's that? Which of Danny's lies? Uh, yeah, I, I won't uh, torch if the bell rings. She never and said that. that. A yes, she did. Oh, she did. Did she? Yes, she did. Yes, she, she did. Answer, she did, Phil. She she, she nodded said it. when he said it, and she nodded. I don't remember. Okay, I'll have to check and look yes, at the nut. I, just, I just, remember just, it clearly, my friend. Just for clarification, I, I, I didn't just know nodded. I don't know if she did. Just for clarification, I've only uh, you, again. I usually do two watches. I did not have time to get the second watch in today, so that was but, one of the but, things I would need. It's going to have to scrutinize. Okay, fair enough. But but right. it, it is so. But the second and then so that's the first thing. The second thing is he watched his best friend roast for no reason. Well, his the, best uh, friend made that choice himself. It, it was for a reason. 
if anything, he should have joined Tyrion. I mean, Tyrion should have joined Varys and say, yeah, we got to get rid of her. Well, that's true. And then they both would have worked. In his position as hand to Queen Danny. He should have just knifed her. He was loyal to his queen. I would have just knifed her. <laughs> he had many opportunities. Right, but that's not what he wanted to do because he's loyal to his queen. How many times am I, I going to have to say this before I get it through your thick skull? That, that's the thing that's nuts. It's like, why be loyal? Why is loyalty nuts? When, when, you, when you execute people like this, that's just ridiculous. She hadn't done that yet. Yeah, but he knew what was going to happen. Barris oh, knew so what was going to happen, now? and he did it. We all knew what was going to happen. That Barris was going. <laughs> well, Barris knew because he's, he put saying, it as a pledge. You, you are unable to get past your own uh, biases to see other points of view in this story. That's all well, I'm I, Well, I'm also trying to say, I mean, if we want to look at sources and talk the same way, I would. I, I could go that way, too, which is like... Yeah. Uh, some like not Marjorie, but some someone. Versus was smarter. She didn't. She didn't let anybody near her that that she couldn't trust. So that's a little different. But but uh, Daenerys let a lot of people that were looking at her like she's there's something wrong here. Cersei's would have took got rid of him quicker. So when you're that close and you see that this stuff happening, whether it was Cersei's or, or Daenerys, in this case it's Daenerys, it's it's just disturbing. And and I don't know. I just. No, Varys, see, what I would say is that I I think Tyrion was there when Varys made the pledge to Danny. Yes. Right? So Varys walked into it with his eyes open. He he knew what he was doing. He knew what he's risking. Right. And he's a hero for it. He's a uh, we'll, we'll see if there's any monster. impact. Because we don't a hero know. for having no effect and getting himself killed? He's a martyr. I don't think that we know yet if Varys got any of his. He is martyr. Nobody knows what you did. He, he will well, have people know what you did. John, John, John Daniel Snow, and Tyrion. John Snow and Tyrion will raise statues in his memory. <laughs> what did he do? He he called he out. Wrote Danny. a scroll and he burned it. He 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 just like the people that Schellenberg, uh, Stauffenberg, he got a plaque. And, and Imre Nagy's got a statue for for, for uh, fighting the commies and the Nazis. Strange man. I'm telling you, this, I'm, this is how it is. You get plaques and statues. And and, the, and Varys, he didn't succeed, but he attempted. And that that was and he was on the right side of history. Uh, okay. And he'll he'll be rewarded because the winners, which we're assuming, will be someone out of Tyrion. Or, that's kind of a that's uh, kind of a dangerous assumption at this point. That's All hail the Queen of Ashes. That's, <laughs> that, that's, that's a fair point. You're right. You're right. right. Well, I, this is the we all think. Drogon, 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 Drogon. You got to remember the, the the what the Red Witch said. Arya is going to kill the 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 people with the green eyes. Does she have green? Everybody keeps on saying she has green eyes. That's what she did, and so everyone's assuming that. It um, was, but it was all, it's Danny. That's it. That, that's it. People thought it was Cersei's, but it's actually Danny they were talking about. I will be, and I got it. You know, a lot of people, and if you, I, I'm not, there are a lot of legitimate criticisms. The question is whether there should be criticisms that spoil your enjoyment of the episode. That's a whole nother thing. Sure. Um, are they major criticisms or minor ones? Um, or it's just that your character 
has become a psychopath and you're pissed, which is a lot of people as well. Well, yeah. there's that, but but, okay. but there's a lot of people who are unhappy that things didn't go the way they wanted it to go. Well, that's the better you know? way to put it. Um, and, that's, and that's a different thing. I've made guesses because the podcast forced me to, or just to get an interesting conversation, but I always throw it out as it could go here, could go there. I'm not invested. Personally, as much as I love Arya, I kind of don't want her to be the one that takes care of Danny. Um, because she already got the, the Night King. I want to, I don't want this to just be the, this is why Arya's awesome story at the end. Well, it could be they're throwing us off the scent too, uh, because John was not happy with everything that was going down in King's Landing. So maybe it's him. Right. Or Tyrion. Right. Yeah, like I don't, that. I'm just watching the scene. I don't see any nodding here, Phil. Well, I, I'm thinking it's going to be Arya because... She may be the one, the chosen one to kill the evils, and then whoever's left will fill the vacuum, which will be "quote unquote" beneficial dictators. In other words, folks like Sansa, Jon Snow, Tyrion, Bronn, or whoever else is out there that would fill the the vacuum, and they would be better than anything that we assumed was going to be on the throne. So well, let's Mark talk about the dead. more important part of this episode. Death to piss boy! Alright, well, right, so did we hit everything important before we get to the battle? Uh, um, uh, well, we, we didn't talk about Jamie getting captured. I think that's somewhat important. Well, oh, that'll, right. that'll, that, we, need, we need to get into that because that'll lead into piss boy. <laughs> that's, that's correct. He got captured and Tyrion let him free, so now they're even. Right, right. It was, it was a pretty good moment. Um... Well, some of the, the the issues that folks are having is uh, Jamie's storyline, and honestly, my opinion, I love Jamie as a character. He's, he's a riot. He has good one-liners. He he, he shows some some good sides to him and whatnot. But he is a bastard. He's just a bad guy. He's killed a lot of people, similar to Theon, similar to Giant Spain. A lot of people have done a lot of bad things that are quote unquote heroes now or good people now. So he had a redeeming arc for a bit. And you would think after the Night King battle, especially when Bran says you're going to play an important role in this story, that he may have had a change of heart and he he wouldn't go. In other words, his arc would have been redemptive to the point where he stays with Bran up north and whatnot. But that didn't happen. And the love or craziness or, or whatever it is that drags him back to Cersei's drags him back to Cersei's. And a lot of people were pissed at that, but well, and also, I get it because it was kind of a, it was kind of an aborted redemptive arc, right? He, he had gotten so far, uh, and he walked away from Cersei to go fight the army of the dead. And he knighted Brienne and they had their time together and everybody's like, hey, yeah, Jamie's a good guy now, and he's going to live happily ever with Brianna. And he's like, oh, I'm going back to, G- I'm going well, back to Cersei. <laughs> this is this is the one reason why it, it works, even if I'm not quite satisfied either. But it works because he honestly does like or love Brianna as a human being, and even more if it was a different time or if he was a different human being himself. And so knighting her and being kind to her and all that, she's a friend. So... I think the issue was is that he honestly was there for the wall to fight the the white the night king, not for humanity, but it was for life and death specifically for him 
and the handful of people that he, he likes. Because, again, in this episode, he says, it's never about the people. I've never liked those people anyway and stuff like that. So I think that he didn't have a redemptive arc truly when he went up north. It was may have been more of a self-interest that appeared to look as if it was redemptive. And then when it was all over and he really thought about it, he goes, do I really want this? Or do I want to go back to where I really well, want to go? Well, I think it's clear to me, anyway, and I could be wrong about this. Um, I guess he went back to deal with, with Cersei, and I guess to save her, I don't think he was going to rule by her side or go down with her. That's um, And he's always, and I, this has been my feeling, I don't know if I've articulated it on the podcast, that his heart belongs to Cersei, that's who his true love is. I never thought he belonged with Brienne. It would be nice, nice, happy story. Right. She'd be a nice consolation prize for him if he was alive and Cersei was dead. But she would have been, you know, kind of like uh, his Lyanna Stark, to, you know, to, right. to Cersei. Right. It's he's it, and I'm not saying it's justifiable. It's smart. And he says everything bad he's ever done. He's done for her. And he but he just what was the line. He just can't quit her. You know, he can't quit you. <laughs> right. um, he, he, he did say, though, to Tyrion that he did think there's a chance that they could win. Cersei's could win. And, and of course, Tyrion said, no, it's not going to happen. But yeah. based off of what he knew, maybe he, he thought it was possible. And so maybe he really was planning to go back and, and be I part think of there's, a rulership. I think there's two sides to Jamie. There's Jamie, the incestuous brother, the Lannister, and there's Jamie, the Kingslayer, the Kingsguard, the soldier, the best mm-hmm. swordsman in, in Westeros. And the best swordsman in Westeros is the one that killed the Mad King because it was the right thing to do. Right. You know, it's the, the Jamie the Swordsman that defended Brienne. Yep. Um, and I and could relate to her warrior to warrior, knight to knight. And it was that Jamie that was angry at Cersei for lying about sending the troops north. Yep. And so Jamie went north to keep his word, to fight mm. for the north. But once that's gone, right, his function as a soldier was gone. Then Jamie Lannister kind of figures back in and pulls him back to Cersei. It's a complicated story. I know what people wanted. They're not, they're, they're trying because they haven't been watching the show, I guess they want a nice, happy, romantic ending. Um, and I still think the only one that that's assured of for me is Sam and Gilly. And since they are, <laughs> Not important characters at this point. And they're not important characters who have been written out of the show for all intents and purposes right now. Mm-hmm. But even then, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, well, I'd be shocked, but I wouldn't be hugely surprised if, if uh, you know, you know, they get torched on their way to, you know, Istanbul or something. And, you know, she flies overhead and just says, oh, there's a fat man. Right. <laughs> you know, um, or get swallowed, maybe. Yeah, or get swallowed or whatever. He might choke, but yeah. It's, actually, uh, actually, they burn them, and then they swallow them because they cook their food. They kick it, apparently, which is weird to me. Uh, well, dragons like it like it uh, well done. Uh, it yeah, tastes I don't, better cooked. It does taste better cooked. So, yeah, I don't think... I don't know that anybody really is going to get a great happy ending. Yep. No, nope, you know, that's not that happening in the show. Uh, where it shouldn't be. And it's, I understand wanting it, right? I don't understand holding your emotions hostage to it. Right. I'm only going to love this show if I get Jamie and Brienne or if I'm going to get, 
Danny and John, or I'm going to get Ari and Gendry until, or Sansa and the Hound, or whatever it's going to be, until Happily Ever After. You know, that's just not the show. Root Drogon. for it. Drogon. Drogon. Yeah. <laughs> right. Take no, off and, 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 and that's a fair point. I, I mean, a lot of my loving of characters in the show has been mostly joking more than, than really, like, right. the way you're implying, Mike. So, like, when Stannis died, I was bummed. But it's like, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? And then when the hound we thought was dead from Brienne, it's like, ah, oh, the chicken man's gone. But it's like, ah, oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> and on and on and on. So, it, it you know, it, it didn't really bother me. Like, I guess it's bothering some folk today. Um, if Sansa died, um, that would suck too. But again, what are you going to do? Um, so... You're right. about it's, it. It's yeah. Well, it, it's just a TV show. It's it's right. it's just a, a book. It, I mean, people like Star Wars. People like Star Trek. People like Game of Thrones. People like Lord of the Rings. People like Marvel. Yeah, a lot of people are mentally unstable, Phil. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes. So even though your best characters die in Marvel or here, Game of Thrones, the point is, it's they're just characters. It doesn't matter. So. Yeah. Um, let's. So, shall we go to then to the battle? I hear sure. some oh, people well, we, complaining. Yeah. Let's, let's do about it. about the battle of the sea. I had no problem with how that played out because this was what everyone was bitching about. This was last like week. actual tactics. Exactly. <laughs> everyone was bitching about last week. She didn't send scouts. Why is she flying low where she's within range? Why didn't she do this? Why didn't she do that? This week she did, it, and they're like, oh, so suddenly they can't shoot any straight anymore. It's right. like, I mean, they spelled it out straight. How many times? I'll, 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 so I'll tell you what it is. See. And then once she was in close enough, she was maneuverable enough that they couldn't get a beat on her. People just like complaining. Like yeah. Comes down well, to. I Every mean. So often the, the, the anti-aircraft guns are going to work, but usually they don't. Only about 5% of the time. <laughs> so when you have a surprise... Yeah, you, well, you can take out a dragon. But and I, I even dragon... saw it coming last episode when they were doing the uh, parlay. I saw all those scorpions lined up on the wall. I was like, oh, Drogon's just going to go straight down that wall. <laughs> and, right, and the, the, the thing is, so right, so what, she, she attacked from, on, from the sun. She started high enough that they weren't going to hear her, see her, or shoot her. Yep. You know, how many shots of... of uh, Euron, did we need to see of him squinting, going, what is that? I can't see nothing. What is that? The right. only one who successfully shot Droga, uh, the, the dragon last week was Euron. Yep. We know that after he got shot once by Bronn, yep. that Drogon put all his skill points into dodge. That's true. There has been at least three episodes that we have seen that now. He got a point in dexterity. Right. <laughs> um, and then... And maybe people don't use weapons, but if someone is close at hand, you use a pistol, you don't use a long rifle, right? Right. The the dragons were far away and unaware. They got caught by surprise, which is what got um, Fregal. Here, they had the surprise on their side, or on Drogon's side, and right, he comes in close, takes out uh, uh, Euron very quickly, who was the only one who had it to hit him, who hit last week, to the yep. best of my knowledge, to my memory, and then he was in close range or flying in among allies, where they were going to have a hard time getting a good shot. 
you know, so I have no trouble with the way they took out the fleet. Yeah, it works for me. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that people yeah. don't understand that that watch the show. The dragons are, as you said, Mike, the nukes, and yeah. so if even if they were prepared. The, that's fine, but the point is, is you still have the nuke who's prepared as well. And if the nuke is prepared, the nuke wins. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. And then when you get to the wall, he flies up under the wall. These are all weapons that are intended to shoot out and up. He's coming up from below. <laughs> he circles around and comes back in from town. <laughs> right. And then he goes inside the wall, and they're all pointing outward. Right. And we don't know just whether they have 360-degree maneuverability. But (laughs) – and then once he gets started, you've got a cloud of flame, and he's just – it's like Pac-Man. It's chaos. Yeah, boom, 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 just eating the little dots all along the way. And at some point, people just shit themselves and leave their post. (laughs) Right. I love how Cersei was standing up in the right and keep going – Oh, we 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 can still get a lucky shot. Oh, um, all the scorpions have been destroyed, Your Grace. Oh, but, but oh, your has, has has the has the base. Um, no, his fleet's on fire, Your Grace. <laughs> <laughs> the mountain can throw dwarfs at him. Tyrion's no longer within the well, castle wall, Your Grace. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that's our own fault for not preparing the, the wildfire. Get, get me my crossbow! We, you oh, gave it to way, Bron. That was a nice little detail I really enjoyed, which was how when she's torching everything, all these random little caches of wildfire are blowing up yeah. throughout the right. city. That well, was awesome. Yes. Yep. No, uh, and, and that, that's the thing, is that is that the, the dragon is like an Air Force, but also... Uh, a daisy cutter as well. And so when you have that against medieval weapons, even if the scorpions are pretty cool and powerful, again, they're still medieval weapons. It's it's, it's still a howitzer against a nuke. And yeah, it's howitzers are great. They're not nukes and they're not mobile, (laughs) dodgeable nukes. You know, it's just, and no offense to Eric or, or, or uh, Sean Fox, but when, when Euron took out, the dragon, it was awesome because it's like unexpected. It was like, no way, that's awesome. And yeah, you knew it wasn't going to happen again because you fooled you once, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you know, whatever, but it wasn't going to happen again. And so, yeah, Daenerys was uh, a military genius. But again, it's not too hard to be a military genius when you got a an dragon. airplane with, with, <laughs> with a daisy cutter on board. Let's face yeah. it, even with modern weaponry, it'd probably be still pretty hard to take out a dragon. Right, and I, I read a good review by I think it, was, it may have been Rosenberg from the Washington Post. I forget which one, um, which said that it just happened to be Daenerys had the dragon and not Cersei's, because no matter how ruthless or brilliant, yeah, whoever has the dragon wins. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. Well, except yeah, and and it's a matter of you know she's been bonding with this dragon. They were one, right? The 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 the, the lady and the dragon, right? The rider. They merge into one being. You know, and then, and they, yeah, but they, right? So she understands the dragon and how to use the dragon, how you know, and how to ride the dragon in a way like if that dragon, right? So if you if you drop John on top of the dragon because he's ridden it like three times now, you well, know, the dragon, not this one, right? The other dragon, um, he he wouldn't do the same thing, 
You know, he just doesn't. Oh, actually, he, would, he was on this dragon because remember she saved him, but yeah, but, but you know, it wasn't fine. It, right, yeah. as a pilot, so she's got a lot of experience on him now since season five, right? At least, yeah. End of season five. Um, yeah, we get that there, like four years, four yeah. or five seasons ago. Yeah. So yeah, Clark, so Clark, she's Clark. got experience. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, so she's got the understanding of she not only has the weapon, she knows how to use it. That's true. Yeah, there you go. She has she has the 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 code, <laughs> and she has the red button. I just saw a great tweet. Uh, says a big shout out to Lena Haiti, who made a million dollars an episode this season for standing at a window window drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> that is, you know what, Eric? That that's almost as good as the backup quarterback for an NFL team. <laughs> right. Yeah. And who's the backup quarterback for Green Bay? Because uh, Aaron Rodgers oh, was torched. What's his face was on the Browns. Oh, oh, uh, oh! I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. He was, yeah, I saw it mentioned today, but I did think it was interesting that she was back in red this episode. It was that was interesting actually. I did I. Oh, I, I noticed it, but I didn't like contrast it to her usual outfit this season until you mentioned it now. Well, because where they end, you know, jumping, fast-forwarding a little in the story, to where they end with her character, mm-hmm. you know, which is her kind of everything cracking on her own of the, holy fuck, what have I done? <laughs> right. You know, I do finally want... Finally, Cersei shed a tear. Right. So she finally, like, all of her bravado crumbles oh, I, away. I don't think it was, what have I done? I think it was... More, I'm damn, I lost. <laughs> well, she was sad because she lost. I, I honestly believe the, the the tears and sadness was for two things. One, I'm about to die, which no one wants to die. And two, I fucking lost. I can't believe it. Well, right, but it's the idea that she actually now is regretting the fact that her decisions are going to result in the death of her child, that she wants to live. And before she had a, she did have a very much a fuck them all. And we're going to die. We're going to go out on top. And she had this sort of casual head. So I, that's what I mean by what have I done, not what have I done in terms of, oh, how, how could I possibly have blown up those poor innocent people in the, in right. the, in the sept? It's more like, have I, have, I, have I completely fucked myself here? Yes, you know, yes, have I been yes. completely outmatched? And right. as a result, I'm not going to get what I want. And my child is going to die. I didn't want this for my child. It's the first time we've seen her lose her cool, maybe in the, the course of the series, right? I mean, even when her children died, Maybe yeah, since Joffrey died, stoic. she was pretty stoic. I guess at the death of Joffrey, right? Because while because she was there while it happened. Yeah, yeah that, that actually was, lost it too. Yeah, yeah, that that's a fair point. Yeah, I, I, well, anybody um, would lose it, it like that. Um, but right, you're right. But, like, but yeah. right. So most of the show, she's been she's been controlled, and yep. here, and so this was kind of a callback to when Cersei was less the evil queen, and. She was less, just back to less being queen. Yeah. Well, well, technically, honestly, whether we hate her or not, and she's done the horrible things up to that point, what she was doing at that point, technically, was not evil. What it was was defending her city and her throne. And this from, is what I'm talking sure about, her. Phil. You can only see that point of view. You can't see it from the other side. No, but I'm saying if I'm looking at her. <laughs> So, in her perspective, so when she sent the mountain to bash in a man's brains for talking tr- smack about her in a tavern. I oh, know I'm talking about right now. I'm saying up to uh, the, uh. at this moment, I said up to the point where before the in- attack, what all she was doing 
was defending the city at that point. So knowing that she had had two dragons coming her way and filling no. the, and, and summoning <clears throat> and summoning as many innocent people to fill up the city. <sighs> well, it was it was what we call a uh, defensive move because she did not believe that Daenerys would do it. She was wrong, and she was wrong. <laughs> so let's talk about Jamie and Piss Boy. Um, this yeah. scene was weird. Yes. <laughs> it was a fan service scene, to be honest. Well, I don't even think it was that, because who was rooting for, for Euron and Jamie to fight? That's just weird. Uh, I saw I somebody, I saw somebody that. pick that as and say, oh, you're going to have them fighting over their woman, which I don't know that that was exactly the That's case. That's not exactly what was going on. No. Right, but they thought, but there was, so I at least saw somebody who predicted it, but they didn't predict it as a, I'm really hoping for this to happen. But I did see somebody predict that it would happen. And, yeah, this was definitely, I agree, it's a weird scene. It's a little, it's an odd scene. Right, because at this point, basically, the only point for Yaron was um, he knew it was over. So mm-hmm. he, he had to flee or not. And since Jamie suddenly appeared, he goes, well, I might as well kill the Kingslayer so I can then say I killed the greatest swordsman in the, you know, the whatever. So, because Jamie was indifferent. Jamie, Jamie actually was treating him good there. He was like, like, Jamie was like go? let's go save the queen. And he's like, right. I'm going to kill you. And Jamie's like, yeah. what? Come on, dude. Fine, yeah, whatever. <laughs> right, right. So it was a strange scene because I, I, I would have been, it would have been more interesting if he died as collateral damage in the, in the, the fleet or if he survived and then he just like fled or something, which would have been kind of interesting because it would have been different. But this here was a little, as I guess how Mike, you said, and Eric, you said weird. Well, yeah. I don't, I think, uh, I don't think I'm letting Eric's opinion color mine here. Uh, but I never got the sense that Euron was as popular a character as, uh, as Bolt, as the Bolton, you know, or Joffrey as a villain, you right. know, that, oh, I, I thought he was the best, but oh, he, I mean, well, he's, he's a exception. fun villain, but I don't know that he's like anybody that at the end where people are like, Oh, what I really want to see is a really cool death for Euron. I don't remember. I never got that sense. And all the conversations people had, you know, what would be the point. best way he to was introduced very late in the, in the show. Right. Right. And he had no connection with most of the characters. And once right. Theon died, you know, right. the only character that really had a connection to him was Yara. And let's be honest, nobody gives a shit about Yara either. No, they don't. Um, yeah, I like Yara, but I, well, you like Yara, but you know, it's like, if, you don't care about her because she's right. If I, think, I, I think it's fine that she has the iron islands. Just let her stay there. It's, it's exactly. Good. So, yeah, so I don't think anyone really gave a shit about his outcome. Because we also knew everybody knows he was going to die, right? I wanted him to die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all knew he was going to die. And part of me, part of me wanted to see him live and take the Iron Throne just to see how Eric would have reacted. Oh, my head would have exploded. I would have been on board with that. Not because of you, Eric, but just to see something different. Um, My head would have exploded. But I have... And it was so. It's weird that they did this. It's weird that they forced this confrontation. It's weird that this was one of these contrived meetups. That just as Jamie's getting through the secret hideaway entrance, look who shows up on shore. Right. It's Euron, all ready for a fight. But I kind of like the fact that this is kind of who Euron is. Euron wants to be a rock star. 
right? He doesn't. He's always had a great big bag of don't give a fucks, <laughs> and he wants to just be cool. And what's the coolest thing he could do at that moment? Kill the Kingslayer. Kill the Kingslayer, and that yep. he goes out with a smile on his face, knowing. Well, thinking. I killed Jamie or thinking I killed Jamie Lannister. Right. That's all that mattered to it. So it's a weird fanboyish sort of thing in him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and that felt that part of it felt very true to the character to me, even if the, <sighs> the manner of their confrontation. Was yeah. Right. Even if the, the machinations put to put them against each other right. was forced. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's the thing, whether you like the character or not. Uh, when his fleet was getting torched, he didn't panic. He had guts, and he always did. And then, even at this moment, to the point where he dies, he had guts, and he died with uh, somewhat, in his eyes, the way he lived, in honor, and it was kind of funny and good. I no, he I died the it. way he lived. I'll give him that. Yeah. But fuck this boy. I'm glad he's dead. Um, and, so then, and, then Jamie, and then Jamie, of course, got stabbed twice. With a stiletto, I think, right? But he was fine. It's just a flesh wound. Oh, oh, yeah. It was just a flesh wound. This was another one of those Naomi rapace from uh, Prometheus. Right. <laughs> right. He still I'll has the fine. strength to go find Cersei. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Clegane Bowl happens. Yes. Um, and pra- perhaps, another, okay, okay, this is a, this is a great sequence of events. So, so uh, Danny's going apeshit with Drogon, just torching the whole fucking city. Uh, burning thousands of innocent people. Uh, a million. I, I don't know how many are in King's Landing. Um, so well, it was supposed to be a million, and then he... Well, she didn't kill the them all. Well, <laughs> well look, 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 yeah, I'm sure there's a few survivors in there. Yeah. So she's flying around, and she's... Uh, that's that's the other... Uh, um, I listened to a podcast that... Uh, Joanna Robinson does for uh, Vanity Fair, and uh, one of the things they do each week is give out an award, and uh, they give out awards, and one of the awards they give out is the Caitlin Stark Memorial Ironic Statement Award, uh, and I have a feeling this week it's going to go to Cersei, who says, the Red Keep has never fallen, it's not going to fall today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So, uh, Drogon is, is indeed taking out the Red Keep, um, and Cersei's trying to climb down from from her perch up there, and she's with the Mountain and the rest of her her guard and Kyburn, and they meet uh, the Hound on the stairs, um, who, by the way, had convinced very quickly. Uh, Arya to give up her mission to kill Cersei. That was a little weird, but we'll follow well, up on that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, so this scene right here, the Hound meets him on the stairs, and the Hound promptly dispatches of Richard. all of the guard except for the Mountain. Um, and so it says Cersei, Kyburn, and the Mountain, and the Hound starts taunting the Mountain, uh, and Cersei's like, "Stay by my side," and Kyburn's like. Listen to your queen. And the mountain's like, squish. <laughs> You're dead now, Kyburn. <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. Which if, which if anyone has ever seen or read a Frankenstein story, we all should have seen that coming 3,000 miles away. Oh, yeah. And, and I did. But it was still funny to me. I didn't even, just, I, just the ease of which he dispatched of Kyburn was amusing to me. 
Um, I love Kyber. He was awesome. <laughs> I know you like Kyber, but uh, so then it's down to the mountain and the hound, and Cersei standing there. Maybe my favorite moment of this episode is that. Cersei just kind of sidles down the stairs. She's like, um, uh, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. Let's just let me, yeah, just let me slide by here. Okay, okay, bye. <laughs> I gotta say, for a moment, for a moment there, and I know that it is not in the show, right? When they, because they, the, the Valonqar, this the little brother that is supposed to kill Cersei. I know mm-hmm. that's not in the show. A lot of people don't know that's not in the show. Uh-huh. This is a, that's another problem with the people criticizing is they, you know, are not separating the books from the TV series, right? Um, and well, and he, to be honest, even the any of these these Chekhov's guns could just be red herrings, anyway. Right. And and the Hound steps up there and says, "Hello, big brother." Uh huh. I was like, "Okay, is he going to be the little brother? Is he going to end up killing Cersei?" Oh, there you go. Um. I was just wondering because you know that well, would have been interesting. at the same time he was so focused on on like I didn't think Eves. I understand why Cersei felt comfortable walking by him because there was such a thing between the two of them. And and I got to tell you, I I even saw somebody bitch about this. I was like, they were talking about all the wasted characters and wasted character. Protect- I was like, okay, you, yeah, maybe they missed up a little bit on Varys or missed up a little bit. How the fuck are you saying they screwed up the Hound? This is exactly what they have been saying, kind of broadcast, what fans have Setting wanted. Setting it up for seasons and seasons. And they said, well, well they, over, they one, overdid it. I was like, oh, podcast, God. Uh, said, and I won't name it, because they um, went way overboard to the point where they now are saying that they wasted nine years of their life for, and – and oh, I can't believe they're letting these people do Star Wars. They're going to ruin everything. You know, so they, they're like going nuts. And this is the biggest Game of Thrones podcast. I thought Star there. Wars was already ruined. I, I, I'm, I'm trying. Is that are, are we are we not on that page anymore? We're not we? talking about Star Wars here. Okay. Anyway, stop. But but either way, th- this huge podcast, which I won't name to embarrass them. Anyway, but they they said that d- does it even matter this fight because if the mountain wins, the mountain wins. If the Hound wins, it really doesn't matter because Danny's burning everybody anyway. So it's like, it really doesn't matter. It was truly just fan service, even if it was set up since season one. Yeah, but it's fine. I don't think it detracted from the episode. Yeah, the mountain I'm, looks a little bit like Darth Vader. I don't think there's anything wrong with fan service. No, I'm not either. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Some some points of view out there. I, I think yeah. I could the battle have maybe been a little shorter, eh, maybe, but I think it worked fine as it is. I like the way it was resolved. The idea of them killing each other was always I thought even, one and, of the more even though it was a, officially well, okay. a tie. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the fight to the Hound um, because if the Hound had not been an undead monster, he would have killed him three different times. Yeah, I don't I don't think there, but, but, but he, he was an undead monster. <laughs> but but he probably could have could have fought a little better if he wasn't an undead monster. The problem was, is he was undead. And alive. Uh, he was right. never mobile. He was pretty. He was pretty solid, though. But when he was alive, yeah. But he wasn't mobile. <laughs> well, that's true. But right. I don't think that. I think the Han was scared of him prior to this point, right? I mean, I don't know. But either, either way, the um, the main thing is, is that they both, uh, the mountain, they both fell down into the fire, and since the mountain is undead, he's probably still living. No, he's he got burnt to a skeleton and fell apart. Yeah, all right, that's good. That was a pretty big fire, Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah but 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 kind of like know, the whole city. 
We saw some of them whites that were, were skeletons, and they were doing pretty good. In, okay, all right, yeah. fair enough. You know the ones that attacked up. Fair enough, but I'm um, very surprised if we see the mountain again. And yeah. and and, yeah. and and those skeletal whites punch through stone sarcophagi. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I was I thinking, thinking of those. out of a wooden box. I was thinking of the ones that got killed by the fireball. Oh yeah. Because you remember those two? They were pretty good, powerful things. But, yep. but either way, yeah, you're right. All right, fair enough. So uh, I'm just trying to be. I like the glacial. I thought yeah. it was perfect. Yeah, it was, and that that's one I of the things. I like, on, on the stairs too. That was kind of cool. Yeah, and and they're both marginal characters. So who cares if they give it exactly what we expected like, or wanted? Don't ever call the chicken man marginal. She <laughs> <It> was. <laughs> the only now you do understand the problem here, right? Uh, no well, the problem is we can't have the we, we we can't have the have the the hound Brad uh, Braun and Arya show anymore because oh, yeah. yeah yeah that's a bummer i mean maybe he comes back well and i gotta say there was a moment in this episode yeah, where i thought Arya. they'd off aria for a second yeah and they did it on purpose to make me think that and so they did it well but uh yeah that uh that whole sequence of her trying to get out of town while drogon is is taking the place to the ground is pretty intense indeed indeed i thought yeah, it was yeah. well done um, not unreminiscent of nine eleven. Um, Ooh, yeah, yeah, okay. and uh, yeah, I thought uh, Macy Williams did a pretty good job of acting shell shocked. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, I- I've never had any problems with the acting in the show. I know a few. Oh, the acting's folks. fantastic. Whether, whether you like the characters or hate the characters, all the actors playing them are doing a wonderful job. Absolutely. Well, that's the first thing we should say. For all those people, Daenerys is not Emily Amelia Clark. So no hate mail to Amelia Clark. <laughs> right. okay. No hate mail to Benny. Fact, to, to, Clark Benny is Austin just about Wolves. as opposite from Daenerys Targaryen as you can get. Or if you are, or if you interviews, or if you are going to write hate mail to Amelia Clark fuck with her a little bit like you stupid bitch how come you couldn't burn aria <laughs> how did you miss a little girl and now the or yeah in, in just how, how, how did you miss the horse <laughs> right <laughs> how did you miss the horse you they ruined that one horse die and that was kind of sad does it say something about me that i was more upset about the horse dying than any of the people well, that's like the Red Wedding, and everybody felt worse about the wolf dying. <laughs> that's true, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be honest, because I didn't like... I mean, Rob Stock was an idiot because he... he they they betrayed the phrase, so they all deserved it anyway, so who cares? Everybody that? deserves to die. Yeah. And everybody people will. People suck. Drogon, Drogon, Drogon. <laughs> so, yeah... But anyway, yeah. oh, Jamie, and, Jamie and Cersei die in each other's arms as the Red Keep collapses on them. Now, people had problems with this, and I did not. Yeah. I felt that their death, specifically Cersei's, in collateral damage, was how it should have been and would be most realistic. Yeah, so every, everybody who was saying, oh, well, Arya should have got there, or Jamie should have killed her, it's like, you know what? I don't need the fat crap. I, I felt... The collateral damage death was awesome because it was unexpected. Well, I think it's the uh, Lady Olena effect, right? Where, remember, Lady Olena 
tell Cersei it was me because she's denying Cersei the, her vengeance. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are people who wanted vicariously to live through Arya or Jamie or Tyrion or Hot Pie choking the shit out of out of Cersei in a very visceral manner. Yeah. And they wanted that to get their revenge against this evil bitch queen, right? Um, and instead they got a moment where they actually, and I saw people, again, I saw people complaining about this, that they made them feel bad for her. <laughs> they made her sympathetic. How dare you make How me feel sympathy for this they evil character at the end character. and deny me my vengeance. It's like she's dead. Right, right in a dead and illogical yeah. way, right? This that this is what made the most sense, right? It's it didn't you didn't need to send Arya, you didn't need to send the Hound, and that's the other thing. I mean, the Hound died pointlessly because the Mountain probably would have had the Mountain collapse on him too, um, and I don't think he would have saved them. Um, and that's also kind of the, I'm sorry, Mike. I didn't that's also kind of I think part of the point with with that with the Hound story just segueing all over the place here but I, I she died and she died in her brother's arms which many people expected to happen in some way shape or form and really is it the fact that her that she wasn't having her eyes bulge out like her son did that's the thing that you're that's that's exactly it was the fact that nobody killed her is that people right exactly right and i i think that's great I, she died an honorable death because put it this way well there was no way she Danny gonna, killed her <laughs> well that, you're absolutely right but which is still honorable with an assist from drogon or drogon with an assist from danny something like that right, right. <laughs> she was never gonna gonna surrender so so unless you assassinated her she, she wasn't gonna you're not she's not gonna surrender so you have to capture her and she wouldn't she's not the type that would allow to be captured she would have suicided before that so uh, i don't know at the end she might have in those last moments well, if she, put it this way: all she has to remember what she did to, to the shame lady and to uh, the the sand woman lady, and she's going to say, you know what? I don't think I want to go that way either. So I'm just going to take myself out. But either way, my point is, is to have these glorious deaths, like you said, is like it doesn't matter. She's dead, like you said. Like oh, I remember all the people saying Lania or whatever her name was got her revenge because she killed Joffrey. And it's like what Jamie said the very next episode when Cersei was said, well, I should have probably burned her to the stake instead because of what she did. Jamie goes, she's dead. And we're going to be dead, too, so if, before, if we don't do something. You know, so it's like it doesn't matter. She's dead. Before we get too far away from the Hound, uh, I do want to mention that I really liked the moment after he talks Arya out of her vengeance um, when he he's going on to confront his brother. Uh, she calls him by his first name, which I think it's been a very long time since somebody called him Sandor. Probably uh, going back to when he was with, um, Sansa. uh, well, no, I don't even think Sansa called him Sandor. I think it might be going back to when he was at the temple or whatever. It was like yeah. when he was in the, when we first saw him back from the dead. Oh back. yeah. 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 When he was with, um, mm-hmm. the guy the from chain? American gods. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. I thought it was nice that uh, they had that moment where she used his real name and thanked him before they they departed each other's company. I thought that was a nice moment. It was. It was. Um, yeah, so what's next? Um, well, can we talk about that moment with Arya and the Hound? 
Yeah, sure. we, we, we just touched on it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's um, do it. I, I didn't oh, yeah, find and, that. And why I think it was fine. Well, another, more people were complaining about that, too. It's like, what yeah. the hell? Man, people are a bunch of whiny fuckers. Oh, exactly. Oh, God, it's I mean, crazy. We, we've had... we've Cersei's we've died, and I love Cersei. It's like, oh, what are you going to do? Right. What was she going to do? She wanted, She was all of these people in the audience that wanted to kill Cersei, even though Cersei was going to die anyway. Right. It, it, the castle was falling down. It's like the Han was like, dude, Cersei's dead. Just forget it. Don't worry and, about and, it. And Arya said, she, look even if she survives, it doesn't matter. Right. And there's always been a love-hate relationship between Arya and the Hound. Yeah. Right. More love as the time went on than hate. But there's still that a little bit of antagonism. And it's just, do you want to be me? Right. That's what he's telling her. Right. Right. And a person that's just filled with vengeance and anger. Do you want to be a person that's angry and vengeful? No, you don't. You want to right. live happy. Be happy. Great right. vengeance and, and furious be, anger. Right. And this like is, the fans who hate the show because it's not do happening like I want. Be and, happy. and again, there are shortcomings in the episodes. We've already acknowledged and fast-forwarded things that's caused narrative issues. We're not saying the show is perfect. So for those people who are complaining about story narrative issues, yeah, we're, I think we're, we're kind of on board, even if we could quibble specific points here and there. Um, but when it's just, oh, I didn't want that. When they had, I saw, you know, again, people complaining about the, the moments that Arya had with the Hound in those two setup episodes. And it wasn't long enough. Right, right. These are not chatty people. <laughs> and they, they, have a, they have this... And they're again, not this sentimental people. They're not sentimental people. And it's that sort of thing where there's, they had this life together. They don't have to say much to each other. They know how they feel about each other. And they're both stubborn pricks who will never admit to it. And this is the last act of kindness that the Hound will... Well ever give anybody, but it's the last act of kindness he can give to Arya, which is to save her life one last time and just say, don't be me. And and I think the fact that it's coming from the Hound, this is a guy, you know, who would offer no words of kindness to anybody who tried. Except for you Sansa. Know, he was well, you know, even her. Sansa, he said, so I heard they broke you in rough. No, but you I know? mean, way back when he, he wanted to free or save her. Yeah, uh, I guess he said, "Come with me, little bird." Right? Or exactly. Um, but even that, I don't know if it's. It wasn't exactly a word of kindness. And, and it was. And it was six seasons ago too. Right. You know, he's not someone who says nice things in nice ways. He's a rough guy. So the fact that he finally speaks kindly and warmly to her, just as she finally speaks to him by calling him by his first name, you know, that's that's all you need. These are these that little bit of communication. I think that was perfectly fine. Absolutely. Yep. Wrong right. agreement. Absolutely. All right. Have we missed anything? Uh, why, why, why is Tyrion a danger? Is that, have we gone to that? Tyrion, a uh, what? Have we talked about why Tyrion is a dink? I mean, that he failed two more times this episode? Because <laughs> he just can't stop believing. <laughs> well, well and, and Mike, when you watch it, you'll notice uh, when uh, Danny agrees to, uh, when the bell rings, and he believes I, I just, wa- I watched it, I don't see her nod. I just watched right. it again. I don't see her nod. All right. Well, you'll have to play, play it. With, I swear that there, there's some word there or something where she kind of agrees. But She yeah. nods off to Grey Worm, says, you'll know when it's time, and nods to him. But I don't think she's nodding to Tyrion. And, yeah, Tyrion's, well, walking, and Tor- Tyrion's walking out of there dejected. By the way, I will say this about Tyrion. His hair, did you notice his hair was getting a little bushy? 
Uh-huh. And it's like, I was like, it was like, he's like pulling off a Bob Ross look. I don't know what it was. <laughs> he, well, he wants to be like, like the, the guy that kept on raising Barrick Dundini. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but honest, so now the question, the question about Tyrion now is that, okay, he pretty much put himself in line to get roasted next by setting Jamie free. But is yeah. Daenerys ever going to know about it? Cause he's well, dead now under a castle. Here is the thing. If I were, if I were, if I, I'm just now, and I don't, I still don't completely buy. It. I hope we hear more from Danny next week about why she did what she did because I, I don't entirely buy her. Uh, well, her I know, act. I know exactly what she's going to do. She's going to be standing on top of uh, Drogon and go raising her arms in a V, saying, "Die, everyone! You all are evil and suck." <laughs> so, um. But let, let me pretend that she's rationalish enough that she's not completely loco. Mm. Well, um, I'm well, just pretending. I'm just pretending. All right. Okay. Now, obviously, because if she's absolutely nuts, then then we don't have to try to. You, you can't expect rational behaviors. Calling her mentally ill, I think is is in, an insult. No, 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 no I said I said crazy loco. Mentally ill is a very vague term, Phil. Wackadoodle. There are all sorts of levels of mentally ill. Well, that's that's what I think. There's I, depression I, mentally ill, and there's serial killer mentally ill. Right. And, I, I would and say there's she mentally ill. I would say she's, yeah, she's the serial killer mentally ill, which would not, under under judicial law, would not be considered. Which doesn't exist here. Uh, but, but, well, no, like the Mad King, from what we've been told, the Mad King was like completely loco, right, when he was trying to blow everything up. So here's the thing. So if... I've killed, if I'm putting myself in her tiny little shoes, uh, I've killed Cersei. I've raised the city. Um, like she was mowing the lawn is what she looked like she was doing. Back, back and forth. And then I'm going to say, all right, so who's left? I've killed off. But, oh, now I, right. Who do I have? Right. I have Jamie Lannister captured. Now I got to go deal with him because he was going to go to his, his sister and I get to rub it in his face that she's she's dead, right. and she's going to get there and said, "Bring me Jamie Lannister," going, and is going to say, "But Lord Tyrion freed him, ma'am." <laughs> well, sort of that's cowardice. a problem because she can say she's going to f- could find that out from the minions that said uh, Tyrion right. came and took us to free. Right, unless so, unless all those minions happen to die, right. Tyrion's toast, or 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 they just never tell her because no one questions. Or Tyrion just never goes back to her, right? In which case he might escape her her immediate wrath. But so either if way, he doesn't go back still, to her. Where is he going to go? Well, he's still suspect because, in at least in Daenerys's eyes, because he told Varys, and therefore he's well, suspect. And to be fair, Tyrion knew exactly what he was doing, uh, and and was prepared to take the consequences. Well, and, and, uh, however, he might be less inclined to, to own up to it now that he's seen what she did. Right. Well, and, and Daenerys isn't stupid, right? She she knows every time Tyrion comes and apologizes, she knows what he's doing. It's, it's, but she warned him, fair and square. Right. She's like, and, you've had your last chance. And every time, <laughs> the common, well, with the exception of the first time, uh, when she when he lost this the city of was at of marine or whatever it was mm-hmm. uh to 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 the the rebelling slavers right uh, and he completely fucked up and she had to bail his ass out yeah. um every time he's failed it's been because he has underestimated 
his family and or maybe or, overestimated or his family. Underestimated anybody. No, it's been his fa- it's always been his family. No, well, he, not he, Marine. They're not the slavers. They, they, well, all right. I said ever since then. It's been oh, gotcha. his family ever since then. Um, Which so, makes no sense because his family are, aren't stupid. Well, and that and he hates his family. Right. right. So that's also the part that doesn't make – how is he so sentimental about Cersei? Um, Jamie I'll get. Jamie freed him. But he's made yeah. like three mistakes in a row about his sister. Right. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't make – she has no reason to keep him on. She has no reason to believe him. She has no reason to trust him. And right. she's at well, the point where – Quite frankly, he has no reason to follow her anymore. Right. right. And so here's uh, right, the – Because qu- she proved to him that uh, she is uh, was her right. father's daughter. Yeah, Varys was right. Right, and you also had the moment I should point out where John sees his his own soldier trying to rape one of the citizens of King Landing. Uh huh. Um, and and when he stops the soldier. The soldier tries to kill him. Right. Right. So that makes a question of what is John thinking now? Is he going to be thinking bigger picture? That it isn't just North versus South. Is it? I don't want. John was horrified. Oh yeah, John was absolutely horrified. Yeah, oh yeah, because it's one of his own moment to say, you know what? I don't want the throne, but I got to take it. And maybe he will. And but, maybe that's where we're headed. We'll and, find out. But I'm thinking Tyrion at this point is going, um, "Hey, hey, John. Yeah, what what did you think of this? Oh, it was kind of fucked up. Yeah, I think it was kind of fucked up too. Do you want to go back to Dragonstone? Eh, not really. I don't." Th- <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think I'm going back they're, there. They're going to get out of there, right? Yeah, I think they're going to get out of there. With Dallas, assuming he's alive, too. And if this was a – if we had more than 80 minutes or so left, right? then this could be like the start of a whole other season as they begin a guerrilla campaign against uh, Danny or plot <laughs> against Danny. Right. And we get a season of Danny the Mad Queen. You know, hunt them mm-hmm. down, destroy them. Um, I, I don't. I don't understand – or are they going to try to play nicey nice to get close to her and kill her? Well, I, uh, I, I know exactly. honestly, I think the be- the person with the best it. chance to take her out right now is John. Nope, nope. Um, I, I got it. I got it. It's going to be Arya. Arya's going to kill Grey Worm, who's a scumbag. Take his face, which is great because it shows that he has no dignity because she's using his body for something other than <laughs> what is for. So piss on him, and then wow. she's going to go right up to da- Daenerys and she's going to stab her in the heart and. and burn her to hell that would be kind of cool that's what's going to happen you know? uh, because i thought it was going to be that's what i thought was going to happen to cersei's i thought she was going to kill kyburn and use his face to kill mm-hmm. cersei's but it's actually all that was wrong because the green-eyed bitch is daenerys and the the, the asshole that's going to be i remember seeing her have green eyes but and and the asshole that's going to be be used to kill her isn't going to be kyburn it's going to be gray worm who is truly an asshole so I it'll t- I think that's how it's going to happen. And then yeah, we'll Wes survives the death at Winterfell because she's going to Winterfell to burn them to the ground. She's going to kill, try to kill Sansa and all that. It, whoever survives at that is going to fill the gap and try to fix the 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 nonsense that we just saw the past ten seasons. Or yeah, whatever. and I think brown eyes. She's killed so many people. I'm sure she's killed plenty of people with brown eyes, blue eyes, and green eyes. Yeah, I think absolutely. I think I think the only that I you know it's not like Melisandre. Not, uh, yeah, Melisandre's emphasized brown eyes, pause, green eyes, pause, blue eyes. She emphasized the blue eyes because that was the one that was significant. It was the killing of the Night King. The Night King, I don't, right. I, at least I don't, 
Department, yeah. I, I don't think the Brown and Breen are his point. I, I could be completely wrong. I don't know. I think people may be reading, again, way too much into this. Just like I think way pe- too, many, too many people are hung up on... Also... Uh, on the on the the prophecy of Azor Hazai and the flaming sword and all the rest of it, which right. they're they're not happy with the way it played out. So, oh, maybe it'll be actually it's actually meant the Prince of Promise is going to be the one that stops Danny. But that's the thing uh, is that, yeah. that all these all these promises and dreams, a lot of that crap is just red herrings, and people think it's like no, it said it in the book. It has it said it in the show. It has to be real. That's right, and I saw somebody complain. George Martin promised us a world with magic and dragons and faceless men, whatever, and it, it just. Was. And, and all we got, you know what I would love to see. And, and all you we got was, a, and all we got was a show was a was a medieval political show. It's like that's pretty much what the series has always been. I, I want to see George R. Martin, George R. Martin, tweet a spoiler for the season finale before it airs next week, and watch the internet just burn. <laughs> Right. Well, so anyway, that would be so hilarious. So, the, did you see the actor who plays Barristan Selmy played Barristan Selmy before he was murdered by the uh, Sons of the Harpy? Yep. Um, has is claiming that Martin has actually finished the next two books. He's just not allowed to publish them before in, while the series is on the air. I guess that's possible. I've also heard that George R. R. Martin has said he's really good at starting stories, but once he knows how it ends, he loses interest in it. Mm. which also this could very much sound like the whole thing with the books now, you know, and I am really curious. I will never read the books at this point. I really don't have much interest. I've read enough about the differences in the books. It's a lot of words. It's a lot of words and it doesn't sound like it gets better as it goes along. But I really am Book going to be curious. Book five was really kind of rough to get through. I'm really going to be curious to see how the differences are there. And a part of me, a part of me hopes, because I am spiteful like this, a part of me hopes that all the book people who have been saying, they fucked up George R. R. Martin's vision. This was a, they're betraying him, even though they've said that Martin clued him in as to the, what was going to happen from the beginning. They kind of want, I kind of want him to do exactly what happened to show and piss them off still. That would be good, but but yeah, I, I mean, uh, to get back to the show, um, yeah, I I think Arya is is the one that's going to do it, and and but she won't rule. What she's going to do is she's going to want to get rid of the evil, and then the, I think the, we're supposed to think that she's the one that's going to do it, and therefore I don't think it's going to be her. Well, I was going to say that what she saw in King's Landing would make her want to kill Danny. But again, everybody saw what happened in King's Landing. Yeah, Danny. So it's and it, it could be anybody. You're right. And the the goal has been to. Oh, I hope Jon uh, Snow kills Grey Worm. I'm oh, sorry, Mike. <laughs> no, I just no, I just realized. Um, yeah, and even like, but see, like Grey Worm, I understood. Grey Worm was just pissed about Missandei. He was waiting for the the to be given the the permission to be let off the hook. Danny had a chance to let vent all of her frustrations by burning the fleet and taking down the castle walls. Grey Worm just sat there without his dick in his hand, you know, just, uh, I got no vengeance. I got no vengeance. I can get vengeance now, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, but but when, when you're fight, killing and slaughtering people without weapons, it's, it's kind of cheesy. I, uh, I, I see where you're coming from, though. Like, uh, when he put that tell- spear in that guy's chest who had just dropped his sword, that was not cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, because... He was because he he took well he took Missende's death personally and he wanted 
Well, that's fine. He just killed that's... a bunch of people, and that's fine. But like, yep. like, yeah, but he's just killing random people. It don't the matter. dude had surrendered. Yeah, and he put exactly. a spear in his chest anyway, and that's not cool. That's not cool at all. So yeah. I, I, I will always hate Grey Worm, and, and I'm glad that he's a villain. And he's like I said about Masendi, war crime. So yeah, so my thing is, and it could be fifty fifty. Um, is it, well, it's, I'm a hundred percent sure. Well, I can't say I'm a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure that Daenerys is going to go to Wester, uh, Winterfell and she's going to burn them to the ground and she's going after Sansa. Yes. I, I think she wants Sansa dead. So she's going to go there. There's a chance that Sansa could be dead by the end of next episode. Mm, yeah. But there's always a chance that Sansa could survive because she could go through the crypts and all that similar to how Bran... Well, I, I did say that uh, on my betting pool, I did predict all the Stark children would live, and I've been right about that so far. And I really would like to win the pool. I'm right. doing pretty well with my prediction so far, right. but I would gladly give up the 10 bucks if, Sarah, if Sansa died horribly. That, that, would, that, would, that would totally be fine That's with me. Terrible. terrible. Uh, <laughs> hilarious. Uh, I think... So terribly hilarious. I, I, I think... Yeah. But I, that would be terrible and hilarious. Team Sansa. I think. Can we? I mean, does, does anyone here? And let's uh, stipulate that predictions are folly, and that we're not going to hold it against the show if we make predictions that come out untrue. Does anyone here think that we're going to finish with Danny on whatever's left of the Iron Throne? Well, I don't think the throne exists anymore, right? It got burned to the ground. There was, there was a nice shot of it uh, lying tipped over backwards. Uh, over the edge of a piece of a wall. Okay, so it did survive. Okay, interesting. It still exists, but it's... So whether the Iron Throne is literal or metaphorical, does anyone expect Danny to to finish in charge of the Seven Kingdoms at the end of the season? That's... There's going to be people trying to stop it. I don't know if they'll succeed. Right. I'm going to say... She's not going to make it, similar to everybody thinking Cersei's wasn't going to make it. I'm going to say the same thing with Daenerys. I'm not saying that she's going to lose, but I, I think she could take a lot of people out with her, is what I'm thinking. So, Well, I mean, because you could do the next episode in five minutes, right? Which is, Daenerys has gone crazy, killer, Dracarys. I, I heard this Roll rumor, credits. too. I heard this rumor, too. Uh, and again, it's just more people on the internet, Reddit, whatever, that... Arya is going to kill Danny after she kills Grey Worm, and then she's going to use Danny's face to give the throne away, and, and then yeah, to John, and then just suicide. But Arya well, won't really. Suicide, she but, you know. is she is almost tall enough to play Danny. No, yeah. but but it doesn't matter. She can be anybody size when she puts the face. That's on. true. She was Walter Frey. Yeah, exactly. So it's magic. It's not just. It is magic. I, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Do you believe in magic? There you go from uh, the uh, Love and Spoonful. <laughs> Love and Spoonful. Uh, uh, John Sebastian, by the way, lead singer. Um, so I don't think she's going to make it. I think she will not be the rule. That doesn't mean it's going to be a happy ending. I just don't think she's going to be the rule. Uh, does John end up on the throne? That's a good question. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He should, if everything went correct, but I could see him dying a tragic hero or him breaking the throne up and saying, I'm not doing it. And then declare independent. Well, 
one of the reasons I think it might be him that takes Danny out, though, is that he's already died and come back to life once. And right. we have also been shown that uh, he does not plan on <laughs> defying death again. And he'll be happy to die as long as it's for a good cause. And now that he's seen what Danny is capable of, perhaps he'd consider that a good enough uh, cause to sacrifice his life. Right. Yeah, he, he's the type of person that would have no issues uh, knifing Danny in a private room and then walking out and getting slotted by her followers. Because the point was, is just to take her out. Right. Do you think we'll get scenes with the characters we've said goodbye to? Uh, Meaning, like, will we see, will we see Torben? Will we see Jonathan. Ghost? We'll, we'll see Sam and Gilly and Baby Sam and Baby Ron Baby and Sam. And we're either going to see everybody up north again, or we're not going to see anybody up north again. All right. Well, this is what I'm going to say. Braun is going to come back because they wouldn't have just had him disappear without bringing him back. Well, we didn't say. I don't consider him someone we say goodbye to. We said not. Not yet. We're not done with you yet. Oh, okay. So you mean like Giant Spain? Like Giant Spain, and it seemed ghost. like we got a farewell to Sam and to Ghost and to Gilly and to Baby Sam. Okay, Brand I don't think. I, I don't. I think. I think we'll see Brandon Sansa again. I'm thinking that we won't. We won't see Giant Spain again, but we'll see Sam because I think Sam will become like a hand or a meister for whoever becomes the new one of the new leaders, whether it's on the Iron Throne or one of the independent yeah, kingdoms. I don't know. I think he's just going to be dead. Yeah, all right. That's a good point. Yeah, he could say, you know what? I'm all done with this bullshit. Yeah, you're right. That's a fair point. I mean, he ran away from the Citadel. He had a chance at being a maester. Right, yeah, but you know what? Once once all this nonsense happened, I don't think the, the maesterhood matters any more than the houses matter. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so, I see your point there. Yeah, so I think he could be cleared of that, but um, maybe Sam would kill her because he has a he has enough ah, vengeance no, too to stop. kill he hates That's her. That's not going to happen. Well, he, he's going he's gonna to influence someone to kill her. Uh, You're right. No. There's a chance we won't see him again. What about you, Mike? You think we're going to see him again? I think we're going to see him again. I think we're. I, I think we're going back north. Um, so I think everybody. I, I, me I think we're going back to the false north. Um, what do you the mean? Only when you way, say that. I it mean, well, 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 remember what Tormund said? Is you know the true north. Tormund. Oh, the true north. okay. Gotcha. So, the, so we're going to go to the fake the north. Right, we're 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 going to go to Winterfell. We're going to go to the fake North. We're going to go to like Maine instead of going up to Saskatchewan. No, no, um, you mean you mean um a, a new Newfoundland or New Brunswick or yeah, whatever or or Quebec because because Saskatchewan. Stop talking about Canada. Well, Saskatchewan's <laughs> on the other side. It's not directly north. Of okay, Maine. all right, yeah. that's fine. It's okay. Canada. Nobody cares, including the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Sean Fox. Uh, continue, Mike. Don't apologize to a Canadian. You're an American, goddammit. <laughs> That's true. Um, what, what, so, yeah. You're, uh, you're so, I think, I mean, I could, the only way I see us seeing Torment or, or Ghost again is if there's a funeral for Jon Snow, right. or if Jon Snow decides to to say, fuck it, I'm out of here, and at some point, and just travel to the north to live among the wildlings, um, which I could very easily see. Right. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Or 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 he could yeah, maybe he becomes the, the, the new king of the wildlings. Um but, but well but the wildlings don't have a king. That's the point of them being free men, right? They had a leader that was well, uh, democratically elected. They all like him. They think he's cool. Yeah. 
But I could see. Um, I but see, I think, and everyone I've seen propose that that's what John's destiny is. Is are those who are doing their bestest to write a happy ending for John? Sure, sure. John's not getting a happy ending. You don't no, think so? I don't think so. No, look at his face. He's so, he's perpetually sad. He's getting a sad ending. <laughs> yeah, that is a sad ending face. So yeah, is Tyrion. Face John. Yep. Tyrion's ending is a sad ending face. Yeah. Sam, Sam has a happy ending face. You know nothing, Jon Snow, and also you're sad sack. Well, you, you know it's 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 weird because they don't have to. It's almost like they're they're by cho- Tyrion and Jon by choice want bad endings because they're just miserable. no, not by choice, by stupidity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's the biggest frustration. I, you know. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, really, when they talk about they ruin the characters, Tyrion is the one character I could make an argument that they really have kind of ruined, right? Because he I don't be expect smarter than this. He, it, right? It, I, I don't find that he's not as funny as he used to be. I just, you know, he's not a drunk, and that's character growth. And he grew into a fucking moron. Well, maybe he was never that smart. You think he just got lucky? Well, yeah. Well. Yeah, because he had an infrastructure around him that 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 was the Lannister infrastructure and King's Landing infrastructure. So he was good there, but Danny's realm is is just chaos and is like just a handful of people, and they don't even have a real place. You know, they're like roaming camps. Yeah, and so when he had a when he had a council and when he had an army and when he was the boss. He was actually the leader. He didn't have to worry about this this kook that kept on saying, "Well, I don't like that." You know, he was the boss in King's Landing. He was a, technically, for all intents purposes, the leader of the, the seven kingdoms. While he was the hand, uh-huh. without you know, and Joffrey was a little boy. So that he was good at. But when he's just a second in command through someone that's irrational, it it, it just doesn't work. So I think he was lucky, Eric. Yeah, he had he. It was it was the perfect storm when he was in King's Landing. Okay, I don't know. What, what your opinions, you guys? I think I want to wrap this up. <laughs> oh, okay, Mike. What about you? No, I'm good. I think we made some some predictions. Anyone have any any big predictions for next week before we go, or hopes if it's not predictions or. Uh, the, the, I just want and, Drogon and, and, to make it to the end of the series and, alive. That's and really predicting that people are going to be pissed off is not a prediction. That's just fact. Right. Um, I honestly have no idea, but I don't think Danny's going to make it. But I don't think I, I, I could see Sansa going. I could see Jon Snow going. I could see Arya going. I could see almost everybody dying. So I think anybody's fair game at this point. Yeah, that's the one thing is that they people can say, well, we it was kind of alluded to it was going to happen, but the show honestly has been pretty unpredictable. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I'll be disappointed well, if... And I think, I, honestly, I think they've been unpredictable to the point of not maintaining a coherent narrative, um, which is part of what we were talking about, this whole thing being rushed. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I'll be, I'll be a little frustrated if they have Arya run back to Gendry to be the Lady of Storms. No, that's not going to happen. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, that's what I, I could oh, see her going cool. back. I, I, I could see her, cool. well, because that's still not her character. I could see her going back to him and saying, I won't be your Lady of of Storms End. But making um, another cool weapon. 
<laughs> but, you know, hey, do you want to come roam with me around the countryside instead of being, you know, King Gendry? Just come with me and be cool-ass traveling dude, Gendry. The hammer. Right. And I'll let you put your hammer to, to good use if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Well, but she doesn't have to be. Can't she, can't she go to Storm's End and still live happily ever after without being a lady? Yeah, well, the question and is... Still marry him and all this other stuff? Oh, I mean, maybe. I mean, I mean, the question is uh, how much of an effect that speech the, the hound gave her had. Uh, right. Because up until now, she's been... Arya, the the assassin, badass. She took out the Night King. She was going to take out Cersei. And I believe she, if she'd gone with the Hound, she would have taken out Cersei before the whole goddamn place collapsed on her head. Um, well, because she would have been doing, excuse me, pardon me, coming through. <clears throat> you know, just, <laughs> right, right. Right, right. And the mountain would have been... Who's, who's uh, the midget with the Hound? Uh, the question is, right. now that she's been through everything she went through in King's Landing... Has that changed her enough to the point where she's she's willing yeah. to live a more uh, peaceful life? Well, here's what I think is the big difference. If she went from being driven by vengeance to trying to save people, mm-hmm. and I and she hasn't really been trying to save people, yeah, right, right. So this is setting up her her to kung Sansa. Her, oh, well, oh. save someone to say her. This is her kung fu journey. She will now travel the land. Helping people. Oh, you mean that? Okay, okay. I you thought know, you meant. Or could be seeing herself now instead of a vengeful character to being a helpful character, a you know, if not a savior character necessarily. But you know I, I think she would be better off doing what Marjorie did, which is help feed the poor and all that stuff without going and, off and, and doing and these having things. sex with a twelve-year-old. No, <laughs> he, he was seventeen actually. I, um, I, but but. Um, <laughs> You can, you can do a lot of help without roaming and being miserable. You can be happy. You don't have to be miserable if you're roaming. Some people are perfectly yeah. happy like that. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, I, I always thought that. I got it. I got it. Okay, so Tyrion's going to die. All right. I'm 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 pretty sure that's going to happen. Okay. So he can't give Bronn uh, Highgarden anymore. Cersei's dead, him. so she can't pay Bronn for killing him anymore, even though Danny's going to get him first. Jamie so that leaves Bronn without anything. So he's going to be without anywhere to go. So instead of Arya and the Hound, it's going to be Arya and Bronn wandering the countryside. Right. Also, but, also, I could see Bronn saying, you know what? Danny's a bitch. I'm going to go kill her because she got rid of all my gold chances. No, but but before they go off on their journey, they're going to stop to say, you know, they like they their final farewells to the poor souls at King's Landing and crawling out of the rubble. Finally, after all these years, will be Sir Pounce, and he'll join them in their adventure. <laughs> actually, actually, we forgot the wild card. Yeah, Dennis make the Batman fly. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about him. That's a good one too. But Stannis, if, he's not dead. We never saw him get chopped. If this was a comedy, it would end as a joke with like the final cut. Who shall lead us? And there would be Robert Aaron on the get on the the Iron Throne at the end. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, would be, that would be quite uh, interesting. Jeez. Uh, or it's been a few years, right? Now imagine you come to him, and now he's like all like dapper and like educated what? and like right. That's and, and, and a, a, a strong fighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arya, what all wonderful right. times we used to have playing Wait, with the Billy, blue door. Let's wrap this thing up.
All right, all right. I was uh, very impressed. This episode wasn't as um, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. Um, honestly, though, I was I was going to try to uh, not gloat, gloat or whatever the word is, but um, all in all, it was. Um, I, th- I think we're all on the same Hashtag page. Drogon forever. We were on, on the same page, which is they may have rushed a lot of things, but we understand that it was going to probably go a lot of these ways. Yes. And those people who are complaining about this character's death or that character's ending or this character's arc are just being Starbucks a little... Starbucks little bitches. Yes, I think so. Yeah, sort of. Now, I, I did want to bring ask one last question because a couple of people uh, uh, have mentioned it. One person personally to me, no, two people personally to me, and then one to Jerry Herring, um, a friend of the podcast and does the podcast himself. Um, we're talking about how the show has ruined their uh, love the show because their favorite character turned out to be arguably one of the worst villains in the history of cinema. Good. I like good villains. All right, that's fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, Danny always had that savior or or villain thing going on and could have gone either way nobody puts baby in the corner uh yeah and they, they went villain i'm fine with that it yeah. was it was always a it's not people are saying like the clues were subtle they were for i mean they were foreshadowing it i don't think they did all the character work they needed to stitch it up at the end you know, so it's not like this is so foreshadowed. Yeah, yeah, it was heavily foreshadowed that but this was a possibility. I was not shocked by Danny torching King's Landing. Right. That was right. not a shock to me. Yeah. I mean, they did have, <laughs> have Brand's dream of the dragon shadow. Right, and, and you saw and that shadow, yeah. and, and then Danny had the ashes shadow uh-huh. you know, dream. So, so I mean, it was, you're right; it was all set up. So. And, and Mike, you actually did kind of bring all this up at the beginning when you were talking about it, to, when, before we even led into the discussion of the episode. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a TV show. Don't don't get depressed about it. It's just, it's just fake characters. Get a hold of yourself, people! Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. At least they're not mad about the coffee cup anymore. That's... No, they're mad about the hand. The Ooh, hand. Jamie's going to be the hand of the king. All right. Oh, boo. All right. So, uh, <laughs> it'll, so just uh, be, it'll literally just be Jamie's old, decrepit hand. <laughs> and Danny will be sitting there talking to it. What do you think I should do now, hand? You're like a puppet. <laughs> well, yeah, she might, I, I mean, I'm sorry, Tyrion. I've got a new Lannister for my hand. Uh, yeah, it's smarter than Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yes. But either way, um, we will be here uh, two more episodes. Uh, next episode, we will discuss the season finale and series finale. And then the following episode will be our wrap-up of not just the season, everything. but of everything. So we'll have our top ten characters, our top ten or five Episodes or whatever, you know, we'll, we'll discuss. But, me and Mike. Well, we'll do whatever. We, oh, we, I thought we, I, I, we were. I always knew we were doing a wrap up episode. Mm, okay. As a farewell to the series, as a farewell to our own series. Peace out, bitches. Yeah, yeah, Eric, you knew there was going to be two more episodes, right? No. Oh, come. Yeah, we just. Yeah, remember last week I I brought it up that we would choose the top no, ten I, favorite I, episodes, I, and then I don't remember that actually. And then you said. That's a little many. Or Mike said, that's a little many. Maybe we should go down to five. 
I, I don't remember any of that. Yeah, that I remember. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying I don't remember it. Okay, okay, good. I don't good. remember I, I, a lot of things really, so. I I didn't dream it. It might I be remember. because I have a full time job and three podcasts. Yeah, don't 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 forget that uh that twenty twenty bucks you owe me. That's uh Right. Yeah, Eric, you owe me a hundred too, so don't forget that. Hey, both of you fuck off. Anyway, all right. Oh, all right, you owe me a reach around too. Um <laughs> Oh, that's my God. All right. So uh, the episode was called The Bells, which we never said. Uh, my, uh, Miguel Sapochnik, that was his. You got uh, to say his name one more time. Yep. Miguel Sapochnik. Oh. That was his Wait. very last episode of the season. David Nutter was the prior. Uh, next week, it's David Nutter. Benioff and D.B. Weiss will direct it themselves. Uh, the episode was written by David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. And it was May 12th, 2019. To be determined, the, the number of folks watching it however last week uh the last of the stocks was 11.8 million which uh was not the season uh highlight it was the 12 million from the long night and oddly you know what i'm still thinking the long night may still be the highest after this episode is just well, guess because there's a 50 50 chance that is true but the reason is is because everybody was talking about the long night for for like a whole week while I don't think anybody was really sure if there was going to be a big battle this week. Or not. Oh, I think oh, now the idea that it's going to be John versus Danny. Oh, that's the, that, that it's going to be the the incest bowl. Um, <laughs> I think I got him. I, you know, I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry because but it is appropriate for the ending. Did you catch the music at the end of the episode? Yes, the, the reins of Castle. It was the reins of Castle, but it was also but it was playing over the. Uh, the, I, I can't remember the name of it now. The song that was playing when Cersei blew up the the, the sept. Oh yeah, yeah. at the okay. end of season six. Yeah. So it was, it was a nice blending of the two, which is sort of like Jamie's theme and uh, Cersei's, Cersei's theme, theme. kind of together. Indeed. So we get, we salute you, Cersei, and we salute you, Jamie. And and don't send hate mail saying, "What do you mean you salute them? They're fucking up." It's like ugh, hate mail. I can't stand it. People. <laughs> All right. People suck. And don't forget, just two oh, more segments of what did the God. fox say? What's that again, Mike? I said just two more segments of what did the fox say? <laughs> That's true. That's Followed true. by, we need to talk with Kevin Letts. Keep your word count down, John, please. My voice is killing me. <laughs> and, and I would like to once and more the riddle of Sean Spinks. say to uh, the listeners... Do not send hate mail to Amelia Clark. She is only send an actress. Instead, he's much more deserving. Please, <laughs> please. I just predict <laughs> things. I don't. I don't. Oh, okay. Hate. <laughs> I just. Anyway, all right. I'm so, not a hero. I'm just a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> well. Indeed. All right. So, um, very well. Uh, the bells, um, and we have no idea the name of next week as usual. So, I guess with all that stated, Eric, why don't you lead us out? All right. Thank you for tuning in to listen to us talk about the bells. Come back next week. We'll be talking about the last episode of Game of Thrones ever.